open this. Yeah, the Facebook thing is still going. All right. Uh, actually, you know what? I want to add a title. Let me add. Oh, add a title. Well, we're Stephen we're live Penn. on the rant. Oh yeah, rantemradio.com. What if you're listening in podcast form? None of that matters because you're oh, too it matters just not to. You're not too to busy to listen live. So you download this episode, and then you sit in your underwear with your Cheetos fingers, and you listen yeah. to this goddamn episode. And I don't mm-hmm. know why you're in your underwear, or why you have Cheetos fingers, for that matter. Because we're a wrestling podcast. Is there a specific <laughs> snack for the wrestling fan? I mean, I'm pretty sure you just nailed the stigma. You forgot Parents' Basement, which I'm literally in, but... <laughs> It's a, I think you nailed all three of them. The basement, the Cheeto fingers, and the underwear. I don't get the underwear thing either. I don't ever do anything in my underwear. Like, just my I, underwear. I guess because the stigma is we're lazy and we don't do anything but watch wrestling and complain about it. So we're too busy complaining about wrestling so we don't change out of our drawers, as you would say. Drawers. I don't know. It's That's a matism, right? Drawers? Drawers. Oh, I have, I have matisms? I mean, I think we all have isms, I think. No, no. Spoons in the porridge, Hacksaw Jib Duggan, uh, figures. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, those are mad those are madisms. You leave Hacksaw alone. He's a good feller. I I thought it was hilarious that uh our boy Matt Squires put all of our faces in that opening to the uh Survivor series video. For Thanksgiving, Dude. and you were Hacksaw Jim Duggan. How awesome was that? Dude, you and Kevin as Dino Bravo and Earthquake. <laughs> I, if that was on a fucking t-shirt, I swear to God, I'd buy the fuck. I didn't know what I was. I didn't couldn't watch the video because I don't think I'm in the Turnbuckle Throwbacks Facebook group because they don't support us. So I'm not going to support them. Um, what? What are you throwing your arms? At? What? Yeah, good. That's great. When was the last time he actually bought a t-shirt instead of us giving it to him? None of them, except for Fat Fingers Phil, and he can't figure out how to fucking start a Patreon and support his boys. We're his boys. We're not going to do a Christmas show this year, Phil. You want to know why? This is a fucking pandemic, and people are dropping like flies. Don't stick your fucking hand on your head like that, Tony. The, the end is near. There's no more tradition. Survivor Series out the window. Brand supremacy. Nobody cares. Starcade's not a thing. It's a house show. They don't even do house shows anymore. The only consistent thing that happens is 2020, the Shining Wizards, every Monday night. And if you enjoy, I got post-nine-year anniversary shenanigans to talk about. Uh-oh. I like and that. we never missed a week. Motherfuckers be taking vacations, going on sabbaticals, deciding not to do a show one night so they don't do it every single week. No need, bring, no need to bring religion into this, Tony. Hey, sabbaticals. Happy sabbatical New Year. That's today, right? The sabbatical New Year. Yeah, it's coming up, isn't it? That's right. Hey, isn't uh Hanukkah's coming up soon too, isn't it? We got a whole bunch of shit to celebrate this year. Nobody cares. <laughs> oh, come on! You're like one one thousandth Jewish. Don't you spin the dreidel for like a couple of hours? No, I don't have a dreidel. I don't have a menorah. I don't wear a yarmulke. I don't. Well, that's do... not around, so you don't have any menorah. <laughs> I put my Christmas tree up Saturday, motherfucker. Man, 
that on tree up before Thanksgiving, bitch. Yeah, but you got a fake tree because you're a fucking sissy. <laughs> you know, uh, you know who celebrates Hanukkah? Minoru Suzuki. How dare you? How? Hanukkah. How dare you? A legit killer's name as a pun in one of your Hanukkah. Oh my God, this is where we're going tonight. I look like I have not slept and like I gotta get a fucking haircut. Oh my God. Oh, size spurling much? Jesus Christ, looks like you're wearing a fucking wig. More challenge, Frank. Holy shit, Pat McAfee's on the fucking line with us. That guy sucks too. So does your That's hair. Great. Well, I never said I was a hair guy. Well, you're a hairless guy now that you got manscaped. Waka waka. My balls are fucking glistening in the sun. <laughs> in the sun? Yeah, it's like, a, you know. Three hours. Yeah, but I take my take my balls out and I just sit in the backyard. The oh, monsoon. you don't do any. He doesn't do anything in his underwear, but he sits in his yard with his fucking balls hanging out. Who said I had underwear on? I'm just saying you said you never. Well, what else? What else did they be hanging out of? What if I just, I don't wear underwear with my sweatpants. I was thinking maybe the window. Or the wall. Nice. <laughs> we got a ton of shit to talk about. It's the Oh, five, we got a lot of shit. It's the 509th episode of the Shining Wizards Wrestling Podcast. And it's all here next for you. I don't know what the fuck I'm saying anymore. It's the Shining Wizards Wrestling Podcast. That sounds good. Following is a presentation of the Shining Wizards Network, broadcasting live on RantiumRadio.com and available on all podcast platforms and at ShiningWizards.com. Follow us on social media at Wizards Podcast. Get our merchandise at Merch.ShiningWizards.com. Shop at Amazon at Amazon.ShiningWizards.com. Become a patron at Patreon.com slash Wizards Podcast. As always, we thank you for your continued support. And now, enjoy the show. Hey, this is Zebra Kid Joey Janella, and you're listening to the Shining Wizards podcast. Woo, baby! Yeah. Uh. What's up, fuckers? I have a small dick. Whoa! How dare you? God damn! Ladies and gentlemen, the Shining Wizards. Start off season 10 with some flavor in your ears. The Shining Wizards Wrestling Podcast, where it's wrestling talk. And talk about wrestling. Yeah! I'm Tony. I'm Matt. KJG. Starting off season 10 with a bang. What's going on, fellas? How you guys been? I love the, uh, I love the numbering of the seasons is still a thing. We got to start somewhere, right? It's like the big season premiere tonight. Oh, huge. Really? Yeah, man. Come on. Christmas is right around the corner. Last day of November. The holiday season is upon us. Uh Everybody's stuffed with turkeys and stuffings Uh and all Uh the trims and fixings and the snacks and the cakes and the pies. Uh Now the fat jolly man is 24 days away. Was this a November to remember? 
would you say? I would think so. I think overall, we celebrated nine years last week. We all uh, had some good food and grog and eggnog and all that good stuff. Uh, what's a grog? Yeah, isn't it like is it? It's like booze, isn't it? Like drink. I always I thought it was like good food and grog. Like, I don't know. I was born in fucking 1981, not 1654. You old shit. You never been to an Irish pub? I mean, they always say grog, don't they? No. Spirits. Weird. Spirits mixed with water. There you go. Grog. Oh, grog? Variety of alcoholic beverages. Wow. Why don't you have some fucking gruel, too, you fucking renaissance man? <laughs> you fucking Renaissance? <laughs> Jesus. You fucking dick puffer. Get out of here. What are you saying? Yeah. Grog? Yeah, I thought, he me- I thought he meant gruel when so- he said grog. <laughs> I was like, what? sorry, man. It sounded like you had a shitty Thanksgiving. You had gruel and grogs. What's it, the fucking Prohibition era, Tony? You making fucking grog in your basement? The <laughs> it might as well be, bro. Everybody's talking lockdowns again, so you got to get ready. So uh, you got to get your grog? Those fucking <laughs> TNA pay-per-views were good the first couple of years, but after that, those lockdowns were shit. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, you tried, tried to top my gem in the pre-show. No, no. I will oh. never, I will never, never use Minoru Suzuki's name like that. No, no, it's, it's Minoru Suzuki. How dare you? You watch Celebrate your, Hanukkah. You watch your fucking mouth. I wasn't going to wear... What's so wrong about him? What's so wrong about him celebrating Hanukkah? He's a killer, okay? And his name is Minoru, not Minora. Minora. Like the Minoru Suzuki. Let's I go. wasn't going to wear this shirt because I was like, what am I going to do with this dumb shirt? But uh, it's very soft. I like it. I feel, feel like you did it. Was it was it like a last minute play call or did you no, like? No, I put it on this afternoon after I got out of the shower. I had my pro wrestling crate box over there, and uh, I had to clean up my desk. And I was like, I don't want to fucking wear. It. What am I gonna do with this shirt? And Kevin's not an extra large. He'll be fucking swimming in this thing. I can't give it to him. And then that's a good call. I picked it up out of the box. And I was like, oh, this is very soft. I'm just gonna wear it. So I just put it on. For those who might not be on the Facebook or wherever we are, it's a uh, major wrestling figure. Uh, podcast pro wrestling crate exclusive, not available anywhere else but pro wrestling crate. It's pretty cool. It's like a star. That's that. No, it's Toy Story, right? Yeah. Yeah. Who's abroad? That's Chelsea. Chelsea Green. Ah, the main squeeze of the uh, the woo 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 guy. The Broski. That's right. And of course, they stick uh, poor Kurt Hawkins with the fucking three eyed alien. That's that- swag. That's probably Swaggle. Hey, holy shit! Yeah, I'm reading his swaggle. book. Swoggles? Yeah, it's very good. Did you write it beforehand? <laughs> oh, is this how this is going to be? I've, ha- I've had a headache since I came home. Is this how this is going to be all night? No, but you, you you did give him a layup. Should I go take an Excedrin? I'm going to take an Excedrin right no, now. No, no. I promise. You won't get to hear another one out of me. No, no. Oh, I'm good. I'm just going to take an Excedrin just to be safe. Give me two oh, seconds. That's the greatest idea you've ever had. Go get really? it. Really? Pontificate yes. if you must. What? Pontificate? I mean, like Punch's pilot? Pontificate? Tony, if he's all right, if he's gonna keep lobbing him to us, he, I, I don't think we could, there's nothing we could do about it. Oh, fuck him! What the hell's he even got? What's that? What's yeah. that part of his? Computer? I mean, you've been coming in hot though, a little, a little. I'm allowed to come in hot. Wow, that was the quickest trip to the fucking. Uh, I think the... that's Grog. Yeah, what is that? <laughs> hey, is that the statue of that? Is that the statue of that Japanese cat in front of your computer monitor back there, in front of your TV? Daryl? Yes. You forgot to ask somebody you were going to ask about Daryl. Was it? Who was it? We had somebody on and you were going to ask him about Daryl. Rocky. Huh? Rocky Romero, probably, right? That's right. Yes. 
We never did find a story of Daryl, Kevin. I could give less of a flying fuck about Daryl to begin. Oh, with. you got to bring it up then, man. I, I'm glad I recognize the stupid thing sitting behind you. I can't tell what? what anything else is on the shelves. Well, that's because your eyes are fucked. I don't know. And I'm not close. And there's a glare. There's a lot going on behind me, too. No, I get it. You look good, though. Despite thanks. me making fun of your hair earlier, you look good. Oh, thanks. I feel good. Kind of. I have a headache. I had to take my car to the shop today. Oh, boo-hoo. Yeah, I was just going to the post office, and then it sounded like there was a fucking thousand gremlins in my trunk. So I was like, oh. Sounds- what, 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 let me guess. Was it the heat plate underneath? Uh, no, it was the brakes. <laughs> uh, that's a lot worse than the heat plate. Yep. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, a lot of gremlins. So. Were you able to stop, or did you have to do the Flintstones and fucking jam no, your No, no, we were. it was good. Like, I kind of, I'm not like a fucking complete asshole. So I heard the noise, and I instantly recognized it, and I was like, well, I guess I'm not going home after I go to the post office. I'm going to go on over to the Firestone and drop off the old Whipski. Smart thing to do. I had the brakes go on my Civic one time, and it was literally like I was standing up holding onto the wheel to get the thing to stop. So I just immediately just drove to the mechanic. I'm like, yeah, I can't stop the car. See what you can do. I remember I thought I immediately went to the heat plate because there was one time I think we were doing – or you guys were hosting, I think, Sam Roberts to do commentary or do a show on, like, a Saturday. And, like, I was just going to go hang out. But my car, like, literally sounded like there was a thousand gremlins in the trunk. Like, it sounded like it was going to, like, completely blow up. And so I, I immediately turned around on Washington Avenue and, uh, and just brought it up to the, the, the Sunoco just because it literally sounded exactly how you were describing it, Matt. And that story just actually, it was a pretty good story. I think you were recording commentary or a pod. What were you guys doing at Tony's house on a Saturday? I was not there. We were probably recording uh, PWS commentary with Sam and Pat. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. How was, uh, how was your gentleman's Thanksgiving? T-Donk? Oh, you want me to go? All right. Um, It was literally me and the wife and the kid at home. We were supposed to travel, but people we were traveling to may or may not have been in contact with certain people. So we wound up canceling all of our plans, which is, you know, a smart thing to do. But we literally had to scramble last minute to get a turkey, but we pulled everything together. Turkey was fucking phenomenal. And uh, we brought some leftovers over to the uh, mother-in-law, who unfortunately did not have a turkey around the corner. So it was a good Mm -hmm. Thanksgiving all around for the four of us. We ate some good food. We had some good sides. You know, the wife actually baked an apple pie. It was fantastic. So, yeah, it was good times. How about you, Kev? Not a big melted fruit guy. I never understood the the, the apple pie. Apple pie is very good, especially if you get yourself a little scoop of vanilla ice cream along with it. Get it a la mode. Yeah. I mean, it seems to be pretty popular, apple pie. So what did you wind up doing? You and Dad uh, hung around the house? No, we went... We went to my brothers and my sister-in-law, so it was just the four of us and the two kids. So okay, cool. Everybody's doing okay. Yeah, everyone's fine. It's just like I got a, a test on Monday because I started feeling a little froggy-ish on Friday. Ooh. Um, so I went and got a test on Monday. I ended up feeling fine like the next day, uh, like on Saturday, but I still went and got a test on Monday. Today, you got a test today. L- last Monday before oh, Thanksgiving, okay. and oh, it, okay. it didn't it didn't come back in time for Thanksgiving. So I was like, oh man, like I feel fine. But when I got the test, I was like kind of 50-50. But, you know, we ended up, we ended up going. There was no problem. Got the test back on Friday, negative again. So, so uh, but yeah, but Thanksgiving was great. Like I said, me, my dad, my sister-in-law, my brother, uh, no relation to Patreon supporter uh, 
Macarifo. No relation. No, not, no, not that guy. And we, have, we just hung out, watched football, had some food, and that was it. Matt, how about you, brother? Uh, we hosted. Uh, my sister-in-law came over with her husband and his kids. And uh, his family came over, and my father and my brother. Joe came out? He did. Uh, The beauty of it is the couch on the sun porch essentially creates two completely separate living rooms. So it was very, you know, it was me and my father and my brother in the living room, and then her uh, sister and his family, like, in the sun porch. So there wasn't a lot of – it was nice. People weren't all jammed in together, so everyone was spread out, and they kind of stayed in their – they're little clicks, and uh, Rhiannon made way too much fucking food. Yeah, I saw that. I saw that. You had like, it's like you were like, I don't know, like hosting like something at like the Olive Garden or something. So, so I can't. We worked Wednesday. We came home. I did the post show, and then we didn't wrap up till like one o'clock ish. Yeah, that timing it out. That seemed about right. And then, uh, and as I was wrapping it up, she was coming upstairs. We went to bed. She was making shit. Then we went to bed. She was up at like six thirty to put the turkey in the oven. Uh, and then I was up at like eight, and then we were just literally cooking until people showed up. Uh, and it was just like the whole time. I'm just saying, it's way too much food, Ray. It's way too much food. And then my sister-in-law's husband's family took like zero leftovers with them. Oh, see, if Rhea, you go to someone's house, uh, you got to something home. Bro, I was try. I was couldn't pawn the shit off. She made three fucking trays of macaroni and cheese. We didn't even finish one. Uh, all right, see, macaroni and cheese. I would have taken a tray. Why three trays though? Like, did she think everybody's just gonna go hog wild on mac and cheese? I have no idea. People filled up on fucking apps. That's the problem. Because then her sister came with fucking. Cheese and crackers and hummus and tiny hot dogs and pepperoni bread. She made oh, yeah. spinach and I swear to God, you would have thought there was fucking fifty people in my house. There was nine. The kids if don't I, count because they were like fucking five and three. If I could have a holiday solely based on hors d'oeuvres and there's no main course, I would do it every single holiday. There was no and there was no like, you know, because you graze, you graze. I grazed all. I was pissed. Piece of pepperoni bread, a devil egg, another devil egg, a ham and cheese cracker, this, that. Now it's dinner time. I'm like, what the fuck? Fucking stuff. There's a t- 10, 12 things on the table. It was way too much, way too much fucking food. But it was a good time. Had a great time. I won a ton of money on the footballs. So I'm on like a hot streak. So I'm feeling great. What I, happened? I, Did you bet? Did you bet the late game? Is that still on? The Pittsburgh Baltimore game? Did you bet that? I did not into bet. Thanksgiving? No. It's funny. My th- my plan on Thanksgiving, what I always do, is I eat a ton of hors d'oeuvres, like you said, pigs in a blanket, stuffed mushrooms, pepperoni bread. My aunt makes this weird like crab melt butter toast that is just so ridiculously good. And I just indulge, indulge, indulge. And then once like the actual meal comes around, it's like one slice of turkey. Uh, like I am a big sides guy, so I will go nuts on stuffing. But other than that, it's just give me give me the pigs in the blankets and the stuffed mushrooms and uh, the shrimp cocktail. It's freaking oh. You guys like fucking eating a buffets. We had like potatoes, corn, turkey, and uh, stuffing. You don't do hors d'oeuvres. I mean, it was just the three of us. It was like okay. Well, yeah, I was gonna eat. You know, my normal Thanksgiving is like thirty people. 
but they've been going nuts. Like, like my wife is on this baking kick. She made Italian cookies with the sprinkles and the frosting. And then we made my grandmother's uh, ricotta cookie recipe. And then we made the, uh, you know, the jelly thumbprint cookies, you know, the, uh, the ones where you, the little hole in it, you put the jelly in yeah. when it's on bacon. Then my kid got the bright idea to get a Hershey bar and just jam chunks of Hershey's chocolate into like cookie dough, homemade cookie dough. And he just made these massive like chunk cookies. They came out really good, but we had like fucking 20 dozen cookies in the house. And that's all we've been snacking on ever since. And she she got shit to make sugar cookies this week too. I'm like, how many cookies are we going to fucking make? It's it's like you did like Halloween 2.0. Pretty much. Like we got no trick or treaters on Halloween. So we had all this leftover chocolate. So like I'd imagine it'd be like the same if that happened again, and I just had dough shoved with Hershey in it. Normally the Hershey comes out. You don't usually put the Hershey in. For Halloween, we got a hold of some coloring books that my sister-in-law had had given out, like when she was a teacher, like to her students. So I said, right, I'm put, I said, let's put these out with the candy, so if kids you know feel weird about eating candy, they can grab a coloring book. Maybe some of the little kids. But we got back from our walk. Candy was gone. All the coloring books were still there. I said, fuck this. Grabbed them, threw them right in the garbage. Who wants a fucking color? Kids don't give a fuck. Kids don't care about the pandemic. You you want a piece of candy? You want a color? No one wants a fucking coloring book. You fucking nerd. No, like, you know, if Billy and Stacy go home and their bags are full of candy and mom says, you can't eat any of this. Who knows who fucking drooled on this, you know? Why would mom let them out? Because maybe she didn't want to break their hearts. I don't know. Yeah, so, here, go, right. <laughs> go forge all this candy for you to not eat. I'll just take it. Thanks. Well, yeah, yeah pretty much. Um, parents are scumbags. You know that. I mean, kids are awful and parents suck. All right, Tony. Good, I- good idea. I'm not going to take the idea away from him. It's a good idea because he had that and candy with it. So it's not, well, like, I- he just, it's not like he just put out coloring right, books. Fair enough. I'll give you that. But. <laughs> Some kids do like to color. I mean, and it was like, I didn't want them to just go to waste. I said, I figured, let me just give them a shot for Halloween. And it's like, yeah, apparently not in my neighborhood. So do kids even color anymore? Is that a thing? Yeah. You know, what's funny. My kid who's in seventh grade, mind you, for art class, they do a lot of coloring because what the fuck else are they going to do? It's a fucking virtual art class. It's not like she could be like, take out your clay and sculpt something. You know what I'm saying? Make a fucking macaroni mask. I mean, there's a, there's coloring books for adults. Yeah, that's for adults. Like you know, I mean, there's, there's coloring books for adults. So, like, so I mean, if adults can color, I, I can't imagine kids not liking it. Yeah. So, I was how- doing some cleaning in the basement. I actually found the old fucking WWE Mad Libs book. We should start playing that. Oh, if you could just fucking flush that down your toilet. Why WWE like Mad? No, what is it? The Miz is a, you're on Miz TV. What are you going to talk about? Insert a noun here. Insert a verb here. Insert an adjective here. Insert another wrestler. What kind of fucking dolty? Please, can you please go get the Mad Libs book? Okay. Please. Uh, see, my, the Mad Libs book. Speak to yourself. All right, see, I, Matt, I have to know. Yeah, but Matt, see, now here's where you can never, like, you might want to take another Excedrin is what I'm saying. I took two. And my internet is unstable, so we are fucking walking the line yep. here, buddy. Same here. Um, but I mean, if you're going to get mad at us for making hack jokes, you unleashed this. I, you look, did this. I'm not mad. I'm not mad. Right. I know what I signed up for. Okay. Just so you know. 
All right, so Tony, for those not watching on the Facebook Live, and you can go back to ShiningWizards.com or uh, Facebook.com forward slash Wizards Podcast, and you can watch this episode if you want. Um, Tony's the the uh, the Mad Lives, what's on the cover? Bray Wyatt, John Cena, Roman, Roman Reigns. And Paige is on the cover along with D-Bry. All right. Hello, Paige here. Uh, right? Is that the thing? I... I <laughs> <laughs> Get that started again? No, we don't. Well, I, you didn't have to include the snort. <laughs> I did. <laughs> you watch your mouth. She's a beautiful young lady. Super talented. She'll she'll be a big star. That's why they didn't let her go to AEW. She's a good how egg. Say, how does the saying go? She doesn't like coke, but she likes the way it smells. You are. Uh, Sorry. Su- that's a uh, allegedly. Yeah. Allegedly. I mean, no, guys, goes like that. You guys want to do one? I want to do one. Yes, here we go. Yes, 100%. Okay, okay, here we go. So how are we going to do this now? Uh, just either one of you shout him out. I need no, I need a name. Kevin, you can go. F- Kevin goes Kevin, me, and then Tony. How many fucking okay. dumb blops are there? Okay, so this one. Blops. All right, so, all right, so Kevin, a noun. A noun? I thought we'd just do it as you read the sentences. No. no we just. No, you got to give them to me first. And, and then I you fill them in. Then dummy, you read them. Oh, God. A noun. What the heck's a noun? Um, a person, place, or thing. Don't you remember conjunction, junction, and all that shit? Yeah, of course. I know what it is, but what's going to... Um, chair. Chair. Great. Matt, you got a verb. So how is this ad-libs if we're just planning it out? What? I don't know. I never did ad-libs. Matt, oh. a verb. Yeah, okay. I'm fucking working on it. A verb. A verb. Matt's Googling verbs. <laughs> You're fucking right. <laughs> give me give me ran. 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 I have an adverb, so I'm gonna say hardly. Kevin, adjective. <laughs> uh, she, right? That's an adjective, right? Oh, no, that's a pronoun. That's a pronoun. That's a pronoun. Pronouns, pal. Yeah, adjective describes the noun, right? Yes. Yeah, so, um, uh, large, large. Matt, also an adjective. Harry, Harry. I have a plural noun, so I'm going to say titties. <laughs> oh. Kevin, a place. <laughs> Hooters. Hooters, as in the restaurant. Okay. Matt. Is that too, is that too, is that too easy for? You're good. You're You're good. good. Matt, another noun. Another noun. Yes. Shark. Shark. Ooh, I like that. Why do I feel like I'm four foot? Part of the body, plural. Testicles. Kevin, another adverb, brother. <laughs> All right. Adverb describes. What did you say? Fast? I said hardly. Oh. I'll say, can I? Oh no, fast is an adjective, right? Um, uh, or or a verb, or an, uh, uh, um, God, adverb, adverb, adverb. Um, quick, uh, quickly, quickly, quickly. That works. I was a PR major in college, by the way, and and wrote for newspapers. <laughs> Matt, a plural noun. <sighs> um, plural noun. Let's go with, uh, give me uh, flip-flops. Ooh. Flip-flops. Matt Googled beaches. 
plural part of the body again. I don't know why I'm getting this. I'm gonna say ass cheeks. Kevin, your name, Kevin. No, if it's your name, it's Tony. No, it's your name because it's your question. So you don't uh, you don't get to go. Matt, another noun. Another noun. Yes. Um <laughs> This is not as easy as you thought it was. No, I just try I don't want to say the first thing that comes to my mind because I have a trash uh, trash so, come panda on. head. Give me no, panda. Yeah, don't Give be me panda. 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 Oh, nice. Panda. I get I get fucked because mine says the same noun, so I'll say panda. Wow. Kevin, an adjective. Um, squishy. Squishy. Matt, an adjective. Uh, slimy. Slimy. And I get nouns, so I'm going to say uh, turd. Uh, we are having a water situation in the basement. Oh, no. Kevin, I need a verb before you go drown. Uh, did we say wet? That's not a verb. Um <laughs> Uh, God. Uh, jump, right? Jumped. Yes. Jump. Jump. Okay, I, I'll fill these in for a second. You guys got to check the figs. I got to check the figs. All right, Kevin's getting. For those not living in the uh, Northeast, we were pounded by rain all day today. So uh, Kevin's basement studio is taking on a little bit of water. So he's going to go check that out. While Tony fills out the WWE Mad Libs. Uh, take an opportunity now to follow us on all social media platforms at Wizards Podcast, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, if you missed out on the Pro Wrestling Tea sale, uh, shame on you, but fear not. There are still t-shirts there, and they are available, and you can rock the Shining Wizards gear at ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash Shining Wizards. And of course, we'll plug our Patreons later, but Patreon.com forward slash Wizards Podcast. For as little as $1 a month, you can support the Shining Wizards Wrestling Podcast. $3 a month, you get a monthly watch along, easy for me to say, uh, and we are working on making our tiers um, have Better. more more value. Uh, we're going to give you more. We're working on a couple special episodes that you'll get monthly. So uh, keep your eyes peeled starting in 2021. A lot of things happening here at the Shining Wizards Wrestling Podcast. Um, and if you're on the Facebook Live, thanks. Chat us up. Uh, be sure to share on your Facebook. Get fellow wrestling fans involved. Uh, we appreciate it. Check out our Discord. There's a link on our Twitter account. It's free. It's fun. I think today's topics included... Uh, Oh, God, I don't even fucking know. Uh, I was talking to the ROH. Uh, Scotch Drinks More is going crazy with the Yoshi stuff. Uh, I Yoshi, saw, God damn it. I saw something on Twitter about a Choco Pro tag match, so I'm excited about that. What are you doing with the camera there, buddy? I don't know if you could see behind me, but my new one of my latest acquisitions is one of those arcade one-up Space Invaders machines. I don't know if you saw it. I was chatting. Uh, that yes, up. I yeah. did see that. I did see that. It's actually pretty cool, man, and I got it at a good price. I, I jumped on the fucking thing, and I love it. And actually, the sign of a good purchase is when your kid comes in, starts playing around, and he goes, this this kind of sucks. But when he dies, he presses the start button to play it again. I'm like, ah, you fucker. You, know, you don't know it doesn't suck. You're playing it again. That means you like it. It's a lot of fun, man. All right. I'm done with that, but I want to make sure Kevin's doing okay. So if you want to move on to something else before we get back to that. Yeah, we uh, are, we'll fill in the Mad Libs. Um, any Thanksgiving traditions wrestling-wise? Did you do anything uh, fun? Because I was going to watch Survivor Series, uh, but I was way too fucking tired by the time people left the house. And not like this year's Survivor Series. Like 
something from like 1989 or 90. Well, I don't remember when I recorded it. It might have been earlier last, maybe it was last weekend, but I watched the main event of Survivor Series 87, uh, Team Hogan versus Team Andre. And of course, I fucked up. I thought it was in Chicago, but it was actually in Ohio. So bad on me. Oh. But, but hell of a match, dude. I got to tell you this much. Until it got to the very end, you had 10 guys in there that were, I mean, except for Andre, of course, because he stood on the apron most of the time. But those guys were fucking killing it, dude. Even on the even on the face side, the fast tags, the quick movements. It was really, really entertaining. There weren't too many down spots, and that was much later on in the match when it made sense. But, man, guys were jumping around, making the quick tags. Even, even the fat dudes, like even Bundy and the one-man gang, those guys were moving like lightning. It was pretty crazy to watch again. Of course, Andre, the sole survivor for his team, but then, you know, his victory taken away because Hogan must pose. But uh, good stuff. Very good stuff. In terms of this week, though, to be honest with you, with, with everything we did Monday, I was kind of beat after that show. I still don't know how you did a Wednesday show, dude. That was a lot for you last week, so props to you. But I don't know. Like I wound up having to cook, prepare, get all this other shit done, and plus I had to do my work for the week. So like with the holiday, I fell behind. So wound up like Friday, I had to do a lot of work. Saturday, I had to do a lot of work. I only really got to enjoy myself Sunday. So I was like just fucking doing shit around the house to catch up on stuff that I missed out on all week, just like cleaning stuff and vacuuming and you know straightening shit up throwing shit out so i really didn't get a chance to watch a lot of extra stuff although the tyson roy jones jr fight was saturday and i did watch the main event of that show it was you uh you hooked me up a couple rounds in because my wife had said something in in passing while we were sitting around on the couch after we decorated the tree uh so i was like oh tony put up a link in the discord so uh after uh dummy matt figured out how to do it (laughs) Uh, we watched a couple rounds. It was definitely uh, interesting. It, you know what? For what it was, I was entertained. I enjoyed it. Um, there was a fight earlier on where one dude got fucking knocked out, and I forget who the fight was. I forget uh, who they were. We, we talked about that. The basketball player, Nate Robinson? Yes. He knocked that dude out. Dude. No, he got knocked the fuck oh, out. He got, yeah. When he got up after he got knocked down the first time, there's no way that referee should have let that go. That dude had no idea where he was. I'm like, why are they letting this continue? And sure enough, a quick three-punch combo, uh, left, right, left, right, and boom, he was down and out. That was some scary shit. The other thing I didn't understand, and it's a pet peeve of mine, I get like they have all these guys on commentary. First of all, Mauro Manalo was doing doing the lead for the commentary. Um, but like Snoop was in on commentary. Uh, Sugar Ray Leonard was in. And there was some UFC fighter. I forget what his name is. Dude, a whole lot of cursing, a whole lot of stupid shit they were saying. I was like, I mean, what do you what do you expect? It's I I was expecting better than that, dude. You put first of all, it's pay-per-view. So the gloves are off Um, and you put Snoop there because, you know, he's going to be entertaining. So and and he was if he wasn't fucking cursing every other word, you know, what I'm do you listen to this podcast? All we do is fucking curse. Why are you such like an anti-cursor? 
I, no, because people are paying money and getting together and watching a show and they, they expect professionalism. When they tune into this, they know exactly what they're getting. When you turn into a sporting event, especially something you're paying money for, you don't want to hear these jackasses cursing every other word. So when you were buying an ECW pay-per-view, when they finally went to pay-per-view and the fucking Dudley boys were cutting scathing promos where they're talking about the girl in the front row learning how to suck dick from her mother who's standing next to her, you're going, oh, no, I, didn't, I don't know why I paid for this. No, because when you get ECW, you know what you're going to get. And besides, it wasn't Joey Styles on commentary doing that shit. That was one of the performers. It's Mike Tyson and Roy Jones Jr. They're not catering to you. They're catering to a certain demographic who probably watches the fight just like Snoop did and says shit a lot. I know quite a few folks that had, you know, memories of Tyson, memories of Roy Jones Jr. Watching it with their kids. When I fucking hear that. Oh, come on, come on stop. Well, stop. I'm not going to stop. It's just, that sticks in my crawl. No, because your fucking kid has access to the internet. Your kid knows a lot worse things than shit. I bet you that. That doesn't mean you got to put it out there on a fucking pay-per-view for commentary, dude. Come on. It's pay-per-view. That's what it's there for. No, it's not. It's not what it's there for, dude. How many times did you Larry Merchant drop oh. an F-bomb? I don't yeah, watch did it have a, did it have a rate? Did it have a rating? I have no idea. I don't watch. I know. Of- I know. If you need weed, you hook up on uh, what is that? Weedspace.com. Fucking Mario Lopez was the MC of the night, and he was chilling. Like, what was it? Weed space or weed need? It was like some weed like like location service. That's what I was talking about. I had no problem with it. The whole show had that kind of vibe. So I don't know. I enjoyed. I the mean, main- this. Is- I mean, to your point, like, if you're listening to us, you know what you're gonna get. You might not. Like if you're like, everyone's at least the first, everyone's a first time listener once. So you could listen to us and totally hate the fact that sometimes we get a little too anxious and you might never listen again. So I see your point like in that regard, Tony, where like, if you want to bring people back, that's fine. But I think just like you said, even though I kind of disagree with it, that you know what you're getting with us. I think most people knew what you were getting when you bought that fight and what kind of atmosphere it was going to be. And you didn't fucking pay for it. So shut the fuck up. No, don't give me that. I just there said you, you gave me the fucking illegal stream. No, one's. No, gonna... no, 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 no. You said I put up a link. You didn't say anything about an illegal stream, dude. Oh, who gives no one's the fucking, the fucking Gaspot, wow. Gestapo is not coming to the house to fucking take our computers yeah. away. Yes, the gazpacho's not coming. We're not having soup arrive in our house. The cold soup will not be here to ruin our internet, okay? So I've noticed the cursing has gone up a lot since we started talking about it. Fucking bullshit, you fucking old crummy fucking ass. I don't like the cursing. How did the Mad Lib go? We were waiting for you. How did the water go? And I'm taking shit. I'm taking shit for getting annoyed about Brody Lee cursing all the time on Be The Elite. It's just fucking annoying. I hate Brody Lee cursing every other Tony, F word. Yeah, but Tony, so every every single lately, every single one of your is, is F word. You've been doing it. You're a hypocrite. You're, you curse all the time now. Not a hypocrite. This is a professional sports presentation. Where? <laughs> Who? Saturday. Us? No, not us. Being the elite. No, I'm talking about the pay-per-view, dude. Well, then why'd you bring up Brody Lee? He wasn't on the fucking pay-per-view hey, unless he was in the, up in the chat. I'm paying it. I'm trying to pay attention for the uh, to the Facebook because we got a lot of folks in there. All right. Well, you know they're dying to hear this mad lib. Kevin, the water situation. You okay over there? Yeah, it's it's more like 
like it's lengthy but it's low so it's like everywhere it's expanding but it's not raising so sounds like every year of nothing my life. seems to be yeah it's, it's basically a basement is what it is basements take water i mean i guess that's what they do uh, so. i guess maybe not bad all right tony hit us with the I mean, mad libs find me a basement that has never taken water before when I grow up, I want to be a WWE chair. Ooh. I know I can run off the ropes like Kofi Kingston and talk hardly into the microphone like John Cena. I can see it now. The large lights, the hairy fans, the wild titties. When I enter Hooters to my theme song, here comes the shark. The crowd will get up on their testicles and cheer quickly. I will wear a brightly colored mask and spandex pants with flip-flops sewn on to put fear into the ass cheeks of my opponents. They'll call me Kevin the Panda Thief because every time I win a match, I will steal my opponent's panda. Isn't that a squishy idea? And I'll be so strong, fast, and slimy that I'll beat any turd any time. So I'm, ex- I'm so excited I can hardly jump. Of course, I'll have to wait till I finish fifth grade. That sucked. That was fucking what? horrible. I apologize for bringing that to the table. Good lord. That was great. No, it wasn't. Matt, your opinion. What a squishy idea. What a uh, squishy idea that was. Here comes the chair. Sometimes you got to do things just to just to get it out of your system. Just to do them? Yeah, we will, we shan't be looking at that we, book ever again. No, you should th- fucking wipe your ass with it now. What did you what did you honestly expect from a WWE Mad Libs? Have you watched the product? Maybe that's how they write TV. It's possible, sure. They have a lot of squishy ideas. I bet they do. I have no idea what's going on in WWE, which is hysterical to me. Yeah. Neither do I really. I did watch a little bit of SmackDown, which is pretty good. Jay Uso beat the crap out of Otis to prove that Otis- he's so Otis is done now, huh? I guess. But he had to prove to, to the big dog, to the head, the head of the table, that people fear him and people respect him because he almost kind of, he disobeyed uh, Roman at Survivor Series, even though he helped Roman win. Why, why did he disobey him? Because he told him to leave after he lost his match, and he stuck around and helped Roman win the match. So while Roman was grateful at the time, it's not what he told him to do. So... You don't disobey the head of the table, T Donk. Roman sounds like a dick. A squishy dick. Nothing you said interests me at all. It's actually pretty good if you watch it. It, it comes across better than like me mad living it. Okay. Okay. And like the Daniel Bryan stuff is good. He's got some stuff going on with Sami Zayn. Got a new haircut. Snazzy. Snazzy who, boy. Wait, who got a new haircut? Daniel Bryan. What what version haircut does he have? I don't know. It's kind of like, I don't know. It's coffee on the top and then shaved on the side, I guess, if I had to say it. Interesting. He got a mullet? Coffee. No, I have the mullet. He got a mechanic mullet. I don't know. It's very square, I guess you can say, like shape-wise. It's hip to be square. And they're, set, they're setting up Roman and Daniel Bryan? Is that the plan? Or Roman and I, Kevin Owens? If they did it, they didn't do it. Yet, or I, or I missed it. I think the plan for now is because there is there a December pay per view? Yes, there is, right? TLC. So you'll probably get maybe Sami Zayn and Daniel Bryan at that, and then maybe Daniel Bryan at Roman Reigns at the Rumble, maybe. Okay, because I think they're setting up something with Kevin Owens and, and Roman. 
I don't know. Because Kevin Owens was just on NXT. I have no idea what's going on. Yeah, but I think he was on SmackDown Friday night, and there was they did something with him. Sorry. Maybe. Like I said, I was I was in and out. Don't be sorry. Um, well, let's talk about some wrestling since uh, we're like forty minutes into this, and we've barely even scratched the surface. Um, I do want to. Can, can I give you a hot take real quick? Or oh yes, please, please. All right. So I watched for no other reason than. I've been having trouble trying to sleep, so I'll put on wrestling and just watch it and then fall asleep like I've, I've always done. But I put in SummerSlam 91. Easily, the three of us can sit here and say one of the greatest intercontinental matches of all time is Bret Hart, Mr. Perfect. Correct? Yes. Mm-hmm. Hot take. I have grown to loathe that match. And I'll give you two words. Earl Hepner. He's a dick. If that was Earl Hepner... I hate because I don't know if Dave was still wrestling at the time. I'm pretty sure it was Earl or roughing at the time. He, he rang the bell way too fast for the Brett putting perfect in the sharpshooter. And then just his insistently wanting to be involved in everything. Like, like, like say like Mr. Perfect or Bret Hart just puts the other in a submission move. Earl Hattner's immediately over there tapping on. I'm like, come on, get him up. Like ignoring like a five count or something like that. And like, but the really pissed me off is before Bret Hart even had the sharpshooter even in, Earl Hatner calls for the bell. It just bothers me. To this, Kev, he had a practice for six years later when he did the same thing to Bret. Yeah, and I don't know because back then they weren't really tapping like they do now. So he, I mean, if you want to make the argument that like Perfect may have just verbalized it, but like the hold was there was no drama there though. Like, you, you, the, Bret Hart barely didn't even sit back yet, and Earl Hebner rang the bell. Wait, wait, you don't you don't think uh, Earl Hebner's phony three count is drama enough? I don't know. I'm just saying one, that Matt. Two, one, I, no, I never, two, two. I never noticed it until until two nights ago. Do you think it has to do with Perfect actually being having a legit back injury? Ooh, selling. I like it. No, like didn't he we didn't see much of him until what? The 92 right. Survivor Series after this? That's uh he wasn't on Survivor Series 91, 92. He yeah, so he comes back to be Ric Flair's executive consultant and then doesn't wrestle till Survivor Series 92. Right, cuz he was his back was all fucked up. He was like All right, if that's the reason and maybe they've even told this before on something, I'm sure the match has been discussed. So if that's the case, then all right. I'll, oh, I don't know. I'm just I'm just throwing out. I had to have to go back and watch the match. But even but even so, he just wrestled. He just wrestled it like a, a god knows how long match. And if you couldn't let like if you couldn't sit down or like work sit down on for a sharpshooter for two more seconds, nah. Then no, you know I take it back. I'm not buying it. I'd have to go back and watch the match. No, that was more I'll... upsetting than the natural disasters disasters bushwhackers match. Oh, Oh, well, with, Earth, with Earth yeah! and with, with Andre there, <sighs> man, that was rough. That's that end of Andre to the Giants' career is rough. It's rough he had, to. He had a cane there, didn't he? Yeah, he had the sticks, like walking. Yeah, the walking sticks that attached oh, to your arms. The fucking the, the 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 fucking thing. The fucking the, what? Do you, I don't even know what to call. Oh, no, he, no, he had like he had two crutches, but they're the the kind that like have like cylinders. And they go on your arm with a little like stick to hold yeah, on. Yeah, they're to. like braces. They're like yeah, braces. Arm, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Like arm crutch brace walker, Texas Ranger. Like Arnold Jackson's friend that used to be in the wheelchair on different strokes. 
Oh, like uh, Timmy. You don't from remember South that? Park. Timmy oh, from South oh, Park. Oh, Jimmy. No, Jimmy from South Park. Can Timmy, put the fucking hat on, Timmy. Oh, is it okay for him to curse? Because he was reenacting They Live, stupid. Have you ever seen that fight, the, 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 the cripple fight on South Park? Oh, here we go. Cripple, he's throwing cripple, stupid yeah. around. I wasn't okay, trying though. to, it was just a visual reference. That's all I was trying to do. It was a cripple fight. A legendary episode. They reenacted the fight from They Live. It is a good episode. Nobody cares. Fantastic episode. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So that was my that was my hot take. I it just it bothered me. It just really bothered me. It's all right, Kev. It could stick in your craw. It's yeah. Fine. Let it stick in your craw, brother. You're entitled, dude. Dude. It was late though. Maybe I was just tired. Uh Tony, what since you had such a busy week, what did you end up watching in the world of professional wrestling? I did catch up with the uh, United Wrestling Network this week. Was this the episode where they're going to crown a heavyweight champion or is that? No, they haven't announced it and it's they're not going to do it next week either. I think because next week is week 12. So they're going to try to rope people in for maybe another block of four episodes and do it maybe episode 13, although they haven't announced anything yet. Uh, so that might be the game plan. But this week... Uh, let me see. I got I got notes here. We saw the debut of Leo Rush. He had a match against Adrian Quest, who's one half of SoCal Distancing in your United Wrestling Network tag champs. They had like a 20 minute match and it was good shit, man. They're both about the same size. And this Adrian Quest guy like moves around and he, he does the flipping and the flopping and all that stuff. They actually told a great story with it. Good stuff. Uh, Fred Roster came back, had a hell of a match with Sean Davari, except down the down, like coming toward the finish. It was like Fred hit him with something and then they took some time and then he hit him with like, it's kind of like the gut check. I guess that's what it's called. He gets him up in the fireman's and when he dumps him over, he comes down on his knees. Is that the gut check? And then he put him in some sort of submission. It was weird. Like it felt like it didn't flow. Like it was like, it was not like two or three consecutive moves. Like it was like one move, a little bit of a pause. And then they went into the finish. I don't know. It was kind of weird. That guy, Dan Joseph, I told you about, he's no longer the television champion, but he had a hell of a three-way match. Oh no. Um, your favorite tag team, Matt, Beef Candy. This was the candy portion of Beef Candy. Uh, Richard Slade and uh, Jordan Clearwater, who I dare I say kind of looks like Orange Cassidy, like face-wise, but clearly a definitely a, a better professional wrestler because this guy actually had tights and boots and, you know, he actually wrestled instead of fucking putting his hands in his pockets. So hot wow. take there. And it was an elimination match, but Dan Joseph wound up winning it. So it was, it was good on him. And uh, another one of your favorites, bad dude Tito from the Wolf Zaddies challenged his old friend for the Heritage Championship, Ray Rosas. His second week in a row, he was defending his Heritage Championship in the main event. They had a hell of a match. Um, not really big star power on this show in terms of like names that you would like, you know, know unless you weren't following. But hell of an episode. Really enjoyed this one. And next week, we're getting Davy Boy Smith Jr. against Slice Boogie. We're getting Levi Shapiro, the TV, the new TV champ, taking on Anthony Idol, and Heather Monroe, everybody's uh, everybody's Bay, taking on CC Chanel. So we got a hell of a lineup next week for episode twelve. Everybody's Bay. I, for, I forget what the hell she's called. She's something the something Bay. I can't think of what it is now. I'll look it up. Okay. Well, while you look that up, what do you think the return of the NWA, if any, has an impact on the UWN? I just wonder how many people are going to stick around and continue to rent the shows. You know what I'm saying? Like I was actually thinking about that. 
Uh, it depends. I mean, we're going to see the, the new the new NWA show starting tomorrow, yeah? Uh, I believe so. Unless you are a Patreon, then you can get it today. So there you go. If you're an NWA Patreon. But uh, it says the talent list includes Nick Aldis, Thunder Rosa, Eli Drake, Aaron Stevens, and Camille. Uh, and that Shockwave, which is the new NWA show, uh, will debut on YouTube featuring matches produced in collaboration with the UWN. So maybe this crossover continues. So we should probably we might yeah we might start seeing some of the uh, some of the uh, you know the uh, championship wrestling from Hollywood guys you know and some of the other people they've been bringing in. I would you know what I wouldn't I wouldn't hate that. Look at what the NWA was doing uh, for season two. You got a lot of crossover Ring of Honor. We saw we saw your buddies the uh, the uh, the bouncers wrestle those fucking slobs. <laughs> How dare they do that to fucking Eddie Kingston? Those motherfuckers. Well, I, I mean, you know, I they, don't forget. They took it's the like money. A f- it's, uh, Heather Monroe is the Killer Bay, by the way. That's what it is. I couldn't. Fucking the Killer Bay. What's a bay? Yes. Heather Monroe, and she's since primetime live has started, she's won every fucking match she's been in. So she's on a bit of a streak herself. It's funny because she loses every match on AEW Dark. Well, I mean, who doesn't lose on AEW Dark? Doesn't Brandon Cutler lose? Oh, he's no, on a winning, he's on a winning streak. streak. You fucking mark. Uh, is this the hard camera? <laughs> <laughs> Very uh, funny stuff. Uh, so UWN, yes, thumbs up. Um, oh, thumbs up, absolutely for this week's show, sure. Are you going to get roped into another four episodes? Well, I mean, I still have one more to go, which is tomorrow. Yeah, no, they're Tuesday. Yeah, they are Tuesday. So there's that. MLW's back, which we can get into. Yeah. And he's back. There's a whole lot more spoons in the wrestling porridge for Tony. So I think, you know what? We'll see how it goes. We'll see what they announce for episode 13. I might I might go for another turn. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Oh, yeah. All right, I was going to do a little bounce pass to Kevin. Kevin, what did you watch this week? Uh, watched a little NXT, watched a little Impact. That was pretty much it. D- did not catch the AEW this week. I don't know why, but I just didn't. Um, but yeah, Impact is Impact. I live tweet every Tuesday night for Impact. It's a great show. Uh, a lot of mix of, of really good wrestling and a lot of hokey stuff, and the, the women's tag team division is taking shape. With um, Then you have you know Rich Swan on top. Sneaking a win out of Kent Shamrock, and then Callahan and Shamrock beat up Rich Swan. D'Lo Brown gets involved. Boom! You have Wrestlers Court, which, as much as I love Wrestle House, not the biggest fan of Wrestlers Court. Love the concept, not 100% sure I love the execution. Uh, Johnny Swinger is on trial for shooting uh, Johnny Bravo, so they had like three or four different segments where they had witnesses like like Fala. Uh, you know, Father James Mitchell, Rosemary, AC Romero. And then it finally comes out who shot Johnny Bravo. Who wait, who shot Johnny Bravo, Kevin? Uh Larry D's alter ego Lawrence shot. Wait, Johnny Larry Bravo. D's? <laughs> yeah. Who who Larry is... D's nuts? Larry D is part of the no, no, I know who Larry D is, but what is his what is what is Lawrence's is there more to this story? What is yeah, Lawrence? Like, it started on Russell House. He's like a ladies' man. So he shot Johnny Bravo. What? So he could he could double team Taya and Rosemary. What's his deal? 
Well, no, I think because he was in love with Rosemary or something like that. I mean, who's not in love with Rosemary? Yeah. So. So did he go to did he go to jail? What's happening with him? No, they they didn't say. I mean, I don't know. I don't know if wrestlers court has the authority to throw you in jail. I mean, there's got to be some kind of punishment. Well, no? they might make you buy a thirty pack for the hotel after the show. For shooting somebody, all you have to do is buy a thirty pack. I'd be shooting motherfuckers all day. Oh yeah, but Johnny Bravo showed up, so it's not like he was dead or anything. Is he okay? Yeah, it seemed like it. It was just a flesh wound. Yeah, he was in the hospital first, then he showed up at wrestlers court. Interesting. Who shot my husband? So you had a bunch of good stuff. You had oh god, did you see the did you see the picture of Hornswoggle as AJ Styles? Oh, hysterical. Oh, it's so good. I kind of I saw that coming too. I'm gonna pat on the back for that. That I actually tweeted about it before it happened, and I was correctamundo as the. So, so you spoiled the programming. There's no spoilers. I don't think. At least I don't read them. Um. Yeah, Rohit, our man Rohit lost his defeat Rohit challenge to who? in a non-title in a non-title match to um uh I hate to say it, suicide or manic whatever you want to call him but it was actually crazy Steve under the hood fucking crazy, crazy Steve a bitch. that motherfucker he's crazy and he's legally blind yeah yeah now he has alter egos as well so yeah that um Oh, uh, the the C stars who I, I believe Tony, you've seen one of them on, or one of them's been on a uh, NWA Power, right? Um, yes, Ashley Del- Vox. Ashley Vox and Delmi XO, XO, EXO. I think I'm saying that right. They lost to Tasha Steele and Kira Hogan, who apparently may have surged as the front runners for this thing. Really, Tasha, Tasha Steele's is also uh, NWA. Former. She was in NWA Power as well. Yeah. So. Yeah, fun show. Again, I mean, and oh, yeah, Falaba fought, uh, but it wasn't a fight. Oh, Davari. And it wasn't even a fight because uh, our boy EY and uh, Joe During came out and beat the crap out of him. So nice. And so they that re- story continues of them being badasses and not caring about anything on the show. I think it's like the third week in a row that they've done this or second. So. Did they reveal oh. who uh, Jordan Grace's partner was? Yes, they did. Jazz. Ooh. ECW legend. Oh, didn't she just retire? Yes. Oh, an ECW legend retiring and then coming back to wrestle? I mean, you can say that about any wrestler. Come on. Exactly. Undertaker. When Undertaker's done doing those fucking thousand dollar cameos, he'll be fucking wrestling again. Oh, of course. But I mean, the shoe just fit for that particular line. Have you have you watched any of the Undertaker's cameos? I have. They're fucking awesome. See the one where he wished the old lady a happy 91st birthday? Yep, nothing more morbid than the guy named The Undertaker wishing you a happy 91st birthday. And then he was telling, he was saying, if, if people don't like it, he's going to make them all rest in peace. And I was waiting for the obvious, like, I'm coming for you soon, Granny. I am morbid. Uh, and that Killer Kelly, who for, for some reason I thought, I thought was, I thought was Kelly Klein until I saw her. <laughs> um, but it's not. She's uh, in a tag team tournament with um, with Renee Michelle, and she lost to Kimberly. So what's Kelly Klein been up to these days? Nothing. I don't know. I really thought at first I thought it was her. Then I saw her, and I nope, they don't look anything alike. Would you like to hear an Undertaker cameo? Yes, yes, please. yes, hundred percent. Hello, Sebastian. out to me she told me you started a new school this year in fact she also said 
that you were quite the baseball player. So, from the Undertaker to you, Sebastian, I want to wish you the most merry of all Christmases. Your mom loves you very much. Your mom. From the Undertaker, well, it wouldn't be Christmas without a rest in peace. What do you mean it wouldn't be Christmas without a rest in peace? Uh, can we isolate him saying your mom? Hello, Sebastian. Oh, yeah, your mom reached out to me? Or just yeah. your mom. I got yeah. another one. Your mom. See, why couldn't he, why couldn't he say, like, I always said this, like, uh, like rest in peace, goodwill towards men, or something like that. Like, Christmas it up a little bit. But it was so confusing. Was he, was he saying, have a first great day of school, or, happy, or Merry Christmas? What was the... I heard you're a good baseball player. Yeah, yeah how about <laughs> this one? All elite Scooby-Doo. That's how I'm going to address you. Well, all elite Scooby-Doo. Congratulations on getting married. You did the right thing. In March of next year, your days as a single man will soon... <laughs> Rest. Oh my God! In peace. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll start doing. I'll start doing budget Undertaker cameos for like ten bucks. Anybody Holy want to see a cameo from the Undertaker? A thousand dollars. Yeah, and a- apparently. He rattled all these off while he was at the performance or the Amway Center, whatever, for the 30 years of Undertaker thing. That Those were all backstage, either before or after the fact. Elite Scooby-Doo, where are you? Could you imagine he was doing cameos like in the, in the pool at his house and he's like, hey, it's, uh, it's the Undertaker chilling at poolside. We've got some work to do now. God bless the Undertaker. Scooby-Dooby-Doo. Can we Where get are you? can we get a Gino together and have the Undertaker wish us something? Yeah. No. Don't no. get your wife's name tattooed on your neck. <laughs> oh. Kevin, you have flooding in your basement. I hope you have an or or you'll rest in peace. Jesus Crimity. I saw that uh Matt. I saw Ken Shamrock punch D'Lo Brown right in his grill. Yeah. Uh, yes, Mr. Undertaker. You have too much food left over from Thanksgiving. I want to congratulate you on that. Rhiannon said for you to go upstairs to the bed and rest in peace. God, man, what? Tony! <laughs> Your wife wanted me to tell you that she said she enjoyed the cookies your son made at his first day of school while playing baseball on Christmas. <laughs> that you shove Hershey's chocolate bars in dough and then you serve them to people as cookies. <laughs> Well, what, what does it say? 
T-Donk, well, Mr. Donk, we hope that your cookies crumble and they rest in pieces. Uh, Happy Thanksgiving! Does The Undertaker feel like doing a cameo for uh, anyone in the Facebook chat? Who's in the Facebook chat? Uh, I'm sure Kate the Great is in the Facebook chat. Ah, Kate the Great. I hope. Oh, wait, hold on. Matt wanted me to reach out to let me know that you guys are not dating. (laughs) (laughs) And he said that he does, however, enjoy the face painting. So while you are not dating, he's still very encouraging about your war horse cosplay. So Kate, from one dark horse to one war horse, we hope that you get put out behind the barn And your glue goes on to help others. But you rest in peace. Unbelievable. The amount of money. I just want you, if you're listening to this, just know me and Tony and Kevin put together, what's that, four cameo reads for The Undertaker? We are, <laughs> we are four-tenths of a way to spending 10 G's on cameos for you, the listeners, from The Undertaker. Unbelievable. <laughs> I can't believe Rest it. In peace. We are doing God's work over here at the Shining Wizards <laughs> Wrestling Podcast. Uh, anything else of note from Impact? I don't know. We're good. We're good? <laughs> yeah, and I... Uh, I saw Ethan Page as uh, he came in contact with somebody who's got the COVID, so he's done for the year. I'm sure this won't affect the tapings, but he said on the Instagram that uh, it's a wrap for his 2020. That stinks. I mean, it helps. Sorry. He's a guy that I'm just starting to like. Like, he's turned on me. He's turned on you. Oh, yeah. Oh, God dang. Big Ethan guy. Big Ethan guy. I mean, I was always a North guy. But Ethan, as a, as a solo, big big Ethan guy. Yeah, well, the good thing is, I guess all this is taped up until the pay-per-view? Turning point. No, Hard to Kill, I think, is the next. Yeah, January. Johnny Bravo is hard to kill. He is. He's still alive. Lawrence first, shot him. The first uh, Saturday, I think, in January is hard to kill. Or whenever they held their pay-per-view. January 3rd, I want to say. So on tomorrow night's edition of Impact, or Tuesday night's edition, depending on when you are listening to this, um, Grace, Jordan Grace, and uh, Jazz, they're going to take on Killer Kelly and Renee Michelle in the first round. Uh, Also, X-Division champion Rohit defends against Crazy Steve. Uh, Motor City Machine Guns are back, and they're taking on Double XL. Who shows up? Larry D or Lawrence? I don't know, but that's part of their three-stage plan to get to Triple X, take them out, then take out uh, the North, and then get to the Good Brothers. Ooh. So they're on, a, they're on a mission. And then Chris Bay and Willie Mack uh, going to tangle tomorrow night on Impact. Uh, sad news from the Impact camp. Uh, Bob Ryder passed away uh, Friday. Yeah, I forgot. Yeah, I forgot about that. Uh, from his bat, he battled with uh, cancer for years, so... 
what I had heard was he was given a short amount of time to live when they found the cancer, and he outlived that. Uh, yeah, prognosis. and continued to work. Yeah, yeah. So, so I'd I mean, love... I didn't, know, I didn't know Bob Ryder super well, but I did write for when he had one wrestling. I wrote a couple columns for for him and Dave Scherer. Um, so he was always super cool uh, with me. And then, dude, come on, like WCW Live. Do you guys remember that? Matt, do you remember WCW Live? Bob Ryder was a pioneer, man. He goes back to like the early days, like the infancy of like the internet, like prodigy chats and all yep. that shit. Well, that's that's what that's what happened. Like him and I think Jeremy Borash, they, they may have flip-flopped. They hosted like, I don't remember if it was weekly or daily. I, I don't remember, but I would listen to, whenever it was, I would listen to it religiously and always try to call in. It was like the first... It had to have been before Bite This, but I, I'm not sure. But that's what I, I got to ask uh, Bret Hart a question on WCW Live. And Bob Ryder was the, the host of that. And I, I remember it like it was yesterday. It was shortly after the Radicals left for WWE. And while this question doesn't age well, I asked Bret Hart, has your relationship with Chris Benoit changed now that he's gone to WWE? So his answer was, he was like, believe it or not, me and Chris weren't that close. Ooh. Like, they, we were fine, but, like, you know, we never, I mean, giving both, given both their personalities, that's not a super surprising answer. I'm sure later on, you know, before whatever, they, they got close. But, like, he's like, you know, I never really talked to Chris while, while I was there. Um, so it was what it was. So, yeah, I remember it like it was yesterday. That was on WCW Live, which was started by Bob Ryder. So, RIP Bob Ryder. Yeah, that's a bummer. Yeah. Heard mixed uh, stuff about him as like a, a talent exec. He also, he also founded TNA, by the way. Let's not get that twisted with him and Jerry Jarrett. Well, they were all on a boat together and they all kind of came up with it, him and the Jarretts, no? Yeah, something to that effect. But he's definitely a co-founder of that, of that company. Rest in peace to Bob Ryder. Woo, woo, woo. Uh, other other uh, sad news this week. Uh, the career of Danny Havoc is, uh, has come to an end. Uh, uh, Jimmy Rave? Jimmy Rave? Yeah, why did I say Danny Havoc? Why did I mix those two Danny up? Havoc's been dead for a while. Right? That's, that was Jesus. fucking terrible. I suck. I'll see you later. God, Nobody. Tony. I'll see you later. <laughs> I mean... I, the, the way I responded was equally as bad, but I didn't mean any malice by that. And I'm sure Tony right. I, didn't I didn't either. I, I, yeah. I don't know how the fuck I got it mixed up, but uh, yeah. Fucking yeah. bad news for Jimmy Rave. That's what, now, what exactly? Did he get an infection from wrestling? And then that's why I, I had to amputate the arm? I don't think they got into detail about that. Have you he did. I think he no, did. He, he talked about that he had an infection and he didn't get it taken care of. Okay, so we don't know how what the infection was from. Okay, although he did he did put it out there where like if you wanted to to ask him about it, you know, feel free to DM him or whatever. But I don't know if anything was ever you know put just put out there. Well, I think I think you know what it was. I think I saw a retweet from somebody. It, it may have been Alex Shelley actually. He's like the guy literally gave his body for the business, so that's why I kind of assumed that it may have happened in the ring. So like you know when people say that like when they get hurt in the ring. Yeah, that's they, they use that expression. He literally did this, uh, so that's why I just assumed. And I, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong, and I'll own it. I'll retract it next week. Sorry, Matt. Since I screwed up the story enough, do you have anything else to add to this? No, 
No, it's a terrible. It sucks. Just go and get your fucking shit checked out, man. That's the same way. Um, fuck. What's his nuts died? The the MMA fighter. Oh, it was uh, like a Kevin Randleman. Yeah. You know, he wasn't feel good, feeling good, and he wouldn't go to the doctor. And by the time he went, it was too late, and he ended up passing. Like, look, man, this is now more than ever. If you don't fucking mm-hmm. feel good, man, you got to go get that shit checked out. As we get older, Tony knows he's like 76. That's right. Yep. Look, you fucking sneeze twice in a row, Tony's got to go to the doctor because he could be sh- fucking shitting his pants next, and they'll be dead in 20 minutes. So that would be a shame. Don't fuck yeah, pff, You and me both, buddy. I'd be, I'd be. Tore up, it'd be awful. How would we do have a video aspect to this show without you? I don't know what we would do. Um, but no, it's fucking USB microphones. It's terrible, you know. Don't fuck around, get your shit checked out, man. I know everyone, uh, in the wrestling business thinks they're you know, then most of them probably are tough guys, but don't fuck with your body, man. That's how you make your money. Go get that shit taken care of. This is such a sad story. I think I think it's more, and it goes beyond wrestling. And you're right; it's a sad story. But I think everyone, and I, I know I can speak for this personally. Is like you're just a, like, you're just afraid. You're just afraid to go. And I know it sounds it's it's silly, and to even say it, it sounds silly. But I mean, that's how I felt for a long time. Like okay. I haven't been. But I think I think for a lot of these guys, it's kind of like, well, I've worked through like a sore arm, or I worked through like you know like a bum knee, like you know it's probably nothing. I could just work through it, and that's a bad mindset to get in. Like I agree with you. 100% like sometimes you don't want to hear bad news especially in that profession but a lot of times like in sports you know work through it you're hurt fucking power through you yeah. know it sucks it's like it's it's one way or the other it's either I'm paranoid that I have everything yeah wrong with me or like it's just like oh it's probably just that it's probably it's like it depends on what mood I'm in that day it's like either I'm super paranoid that every single thing is wrong with me or I'm just like ah oh, no it's nothing did we did we talk about Melissa Coates, the super genie? She also uh, had an amputation. Her left leg last week, two weeks ago, she had been sick for a while, and they wound up having to take her leg. Yeah, that uh, sickness is called being with Sabu. So that'll that'll look. Get you. I I understand that. I know the obvious because you think Sabu is a piece of shit human. No, 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 no. There's no thing. He is a piece of shit. I'm just gonna put that out there. But you don't have any kind of like. Oh, it's terrible. I mean, Look, it's ter- it's terrible for her. I I can't be mad. I can't be like, oh, glad she lost a leg because she was Sabu. No, it's fucking awful. Awful. Terrible. Yeah. Uh, let's take a look and see what they're terrible. Girls. Tons of shoes. She's got tons of shoes, though. If you want a shoe, fucking go right on your Facebook uh, swap meet or whatever, the group. Tons of she's shoes. Like, what? She's, like, she's like Ray Charles singing about Diet Pepsi. You got the right one, baby. Yeah, she's got a ton of shoes. And if you can donate to her GoFundMe, I think Scott Demore was matching it dollar for dollar. That's awesome. Yeah, that's cool as hell. But no, it sucks. It's awful. Take care of yourself, people. What are you doing? Get all what? What? uh, It's terrible. I don't know what to do. Yes, I don't like Sabu. He's a piece of shit. Not as much as Jacques Rougeau, because he's even a bigger piece of shit. Oh, here we go. What? What? Did, he, did he ever get back to you? No, he never got back to me. You know who got back to me? Sin Bodhi. He said, uh, sorry for seeing this so late. Uh, the Pug, Alex Porto, got back to me. I, I heard back from Smiley. Uh, I heard back from Pat Tanaka. <gasps> we got a hell of a lineup for the fucking 2021, don't we? 
I've heard back from nobody. <laughs> yeah, nobody. Flying in, flying in under the radar. I felt like I hear, heard back from somebody else too. Maybe. Oh, fucking our boy Miko is dying to come back on. He was making graphics for his next appearance. Graphics? How about he gets his fucking Zoom to work? <laughs> hey, look. He, he, the guy's from, he's from across the pond in Finland. I don't know what their internet connection is. He was like in there. fucking Portland, Oregon. He is, but maybe he's not used to having good internet here. Maybe usually in Finland, he has to go to the rooftop of his house and fucking point into the northwest sky with his iPhone in his hand to try to catch a signal. I don't know. You want to get Miko back on? See what he's doing. Give him a ring. I'm not calling him now. Why, oh, so boy. Why? You don't want to talk to Miko? You were so jacked up about Miko last week. We had to cut him off. And that was a great interview. He was giving us awesome insight on Ludwig Borga. Yes, yes, he was. Yes, yes. I don't know what he, I don't know what you want me to say. Like big star. Why don't you call Pat Tanaka? I mean, I can try and set it up. Right, it took him a couple of days to get back to me. I can try and set it up. And here's my problem with Alex no. Porto. I was like, oh, we'd love to get you on. He was like, cool. And I was like, thanks, man. He was like, cool. So I don't know if I'm being trolled or what the story is. You sure it's really Alex Porto? I, who wants to come on? You're gonna create a fucking fake Alex Porto Facebook account? Hey man, you don't you don't know what's out there. You might be trying to troll folks like us, just trying to get an interview with the guy, and look what happens. Dude, you gotta be like a mega Uber wrestling fan to know who Alex Lapoke Porto is. Kev, do you need a staff? Do we need Moses to part the Red Sea? Are you doing all right? <laughs> I don't know. It you should need, be fine. You need King Mo to come over there and fucking dry everything up because he sucks. No, I got a shock back. Right, fucking, that's what it's called, right? King Mo yeah. fucking sucks. I'm just gonna say we it. Oh no! Enough! Oh god, he was on fucking MLW this week talking shit about fucking Loki shouldn't be in the tournament. I get it. Well, he beat Loki last time when MLW he, was still in First of all, so. he didn't fucking beat him clean. There were shenanigans. I was there for that fucking marathon TV taping. All right? King Mo sucks shit through a fucking straw. He's trash goblin. All right? You want to go in the real world? You want to fight Bellator? Go ahead. You're good at that. In the wrestling world, you're a trash goblin. Loki will stomp on your head smush it like a grape. And then this fucking jack wagon, Dan Lambert's in his fucking pickup truck. He had to pull over. He was so enraged about the, the seedings of the tournament. You know what? You suck too, Dan Lambert. Get out of pro wrestling. Hot takes. I don't like fucking Americans' top team. You got fucking Tom Lawler wearing his fucking Daisy Dukes. Looking like uh, he fucking was the lost Dukes of Hazard girl. Dominic Garini, what's bro? What is he doing? Is he channeling Brian Cobb or what? Homeboy had the yeah. fucking gi on. He had the flip flops with those. Th- th- he looked like a hot wreck. Fucking Tom Waller sucks too. You don't like Tom Waller's theme music? I will kill you, Tom Waller. How do you like them apples? I could not. I couldn't even focus on his match because of his fucking. What? What was he wearing? Yeah, he had some fucking short shorts on, dude. He was he was channeling Daisy Duke. You're Holy right on shit! You and know what? Were, I enjoyed his match with Rocky. I thought they had a good match. It was a great match. Like trying to sell it on commentary that he wore the Daisy Dukes to get into the Rocky Romero's head. He was trying the mind games. They weren't they weren't working too well until he started going back to his power moves. So good for him. I thought it was a great match. It was good. It told they told a great story. Rocky can't do the MMA fighting with Tom Lawler. I'll give Tom Lawler his 
his due. He's a fucking MMA fighter. I can't believe he's a former world champion. It's mind yeah. mind blowing. You know what else is mind blowing? We had three friends of the Shiny Wizards in one match. We had TJP, seconded by Buku Dao, taking on Richard Holiday, the most marketable one. Yeah, that was yeah. a killer match too. I enjoyed the shit out of that one. I got Your bad. Boy, I got, Buku Dao is I, on the MLW roster. He is. I got bad news for Richard Holiday, man. That Gino Medina is gonna fuck him. Oh, you know what? It's That's coming, bro. There. You know it. Richard's gonna get. He's either. He's not getting past the next round, or he's getting to the finals, and Gino Medina is gonna fuck him. See, and and the problem is, I know I know him and Hammerstone are still tight for Dynasty, but Hammerstone's moving up, bro. Hammerstone's all about Jacob Fatu right now. He wants both belts, and I still don't know who that big fucking dude is. That 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 took him out last week or two weeks ago. I think it's Logan Creed. Is it him for sure? Because I, I don't think they, they didn't say it yet. They didn't say, and I think in that contra promo that Joseph Samuel did, they gave him a name. I think they did. Uh, I think you're see, right. Let me see if I can pull that up somewhere over here. Uh, fuck, big something. I think they said his name was. I think you're right with that. Hold on. Give Speaking me of big, second. your boy Calvin Tankman made his debut. He destroyed that fucking guy, Robert Martyr. What a fucking name for a job guy, Martyr. What do you think of the Tank Man? What do I think of the Tank Man? Yeah, what'd you think? Were you impressed? Yeah, big, he's a big boy. Fucking I mean, squash match, you know? Let me see what happens here with the heavyweight hustle. I I say give him a year. You're going to see big things out of that guy. I think I think he's got something special. It doesn't say. I, it doesn't say. Because yep. they went over. Hammerstone was on the phone. He's got um, he's got a hyper hyperflexion of the neck and transverse uh, myelis, which is swelling of the spinal cord. Yeah, my my wife saw that. She's like, yeah, that's nothing. Um, but then the contra thing interrupted him, and we didn't get the. I, it doesn't have it on here. Well, Hammerstone said these injuries aren't even going to keep me out of the gym, let alone the ring. So fuck Doctor Nelson Swigler. He's getting right back into it. That's right. Eighty percent. Call fat two out. 80% of the hammer man is better than anyone in Contra at 100%. There you go. Uh, Selena interrupted Rich Bocchini and Jared St. whatever his name is. Yeah, fuck those guys. Uh, and she's uh, contractually obligated to executively produce an episode of Fusion on January 6th. Uh, yes. We saw Leo Rush. It looks like he's going to take on Myron Reed at the December 23rd show. That's going to be awesome. I'm looking forward to that one. Yeah, I could do without the Leo Rush, the rapper thing, whatever that fucking nonsense is. Eh, they, they might do it for a couple of weeks and then just sort of push it to the no, background. No, Mike, that's his thing. When he was looking to to do podcasts, it was to promote his new album. Oh, is that why he was yeah. looking for, for Well, yeah. he was looking for a payday because he just got released from the WWE. Yeah. Um, uh, greatest, greatest part of the episode, the Von Erich family in Hawaii for Thanksgiving. Uh, I sh- I showed the footage to my wife. I said, "Yo, my boys told me right there. We go back to Hawaii. We're hanging out with the Von Ericks. What are you getting, Mofungo? What are you eating? Loco Moco. I told him I'll buy around for the whole family when I get out there. Loco Moco. Some good shit, man. Good shit. Uh, next week, MLW will wrap it up. Uh, Opera Cup continues. ACH ach, versus the Laredo Kid." And Davey Boy Smith Jr. takes on Loki. That's going to be a good match. Last year's Opera Cup winner 
Davy Boy Smith Jr. This is a rematch of last year's quarterfinals, I believe. I think so. Yeah, yeah. Because in the final, he took on uh, he took on Pillman. Yes, yes, he did. So, what do you think? You think you think Loki's going to go over on this one, or you think it's going to be some some top team shenanigans? I mean, Davy Boy Smith can't win two years in a row, right? He's got to get eliminated sometime. It's a great. So, whoever wins Davy Boy Smith Loki faces off against Holiday, and whoever wins ACH uh, Laredo Kid gets a Tommy Lawler. Yes. Tommy. Yeah. Personal faces. Yeah. Jeez, um, I don't know. I feel like it's destined for shit, man. Do we I, think, get, I think Lawler pulls this one out. Do we get Tom? Do we get a Tom Lawler low key finals, and that's where America Top Team gets involved? Uh, you know what? That might be what we do, and then Gino Medino fucking knocks out Holiday in in, the, in this next round. Yeah, and if my memory serves me correct, didn't Tom Lawler beat Loki for the MLW Heavyweight Championship back in the day? Sure did. Unless they're reestablishing Loki and they give it to him. Which I I wouldn't hate that at all. I mean, the story that they're trying to tell with America's top team and King Mo, and if you remember, that was the stable that beat down Loki in Philadelphia. Yep. I like and the Von Ericks. The Von Ericks were out there too, weren't they? They were. That kind of makes sense. So there you be, go. I wouldn't be mad with that. No. I I I kind of like the direction MLW is moving in. I'm I'm digging it. Yeah, a lot of it's, spoons in the porridge. I, you know what I don't like? What? The sound that the ring makes sounds very, it's very distorted. You think so? I felt oh, like I it did. This week. Something that MLW does that I think Impact could do, that we, that background noise that MLW has where it's just like people talking and, and clapping, like, I think, man, I can't watch Impact because that, the silence fucking white takes me out of it, man. Yeah. No, I'll, I'll have to check it out. I'll have to check it out, like, the ring noise. I don't know why. That caught me off guard today when I was watching. It's something that I was like, oh, man, this is weird. But I'm digging it. I'm also, dude, Myron Reed, Leo Rush. Myron Reed looked like fire against Pillman, dude. Like, he never lost a step. It was unbelievable how fluid he was moving. And it's crazy because we haven't even scratched the surface with the MLW. You know, this is just, you haven't seen Jordan Oliver wrestle yet. Um, there's tons of new guys to bring in Paro. They're bringing in Logan Creed is there, or he might be in Contra unit. Uh, we still haven't seen Jacob Fatu um, since his title defense against Davey Boy Smith Jr. Uh, in, the, in the restart. The rest of Contra, Simon Gotch, Joseph Samael. Um, what's in line for the tag team division when the Von Erichs come back, so... We don't know what happened to Shima. He's still in a body bag for all we know. Shima. I forgot that was February. Yeah. It was, it was that dude. 2020 is almost over. We've got it's, one month to go. It's, it's fucking sick. crazy. It's crazy. I'll tell you what, if you're enjoying the, the MLW restart and it's crazy that we've, uh, I think we talked about it a couple weeks ago, like we're doing a two, two hour plus podcast and we're talking very little WWE and it's because not that the product is bad, it's just not appealing to us, but there's so much good stuff out there. If you can find an hour to watch Ring of Honor, dude, their TV's off the fucking chains, Tony. Everything, and I watched it again today. Before every match, it seems like there's like an introduction package of each wrestler. 
So yeah, I remember, you, I remember you were chatting that up in the Discord about that. That sounds like a great way to get these guys like oh, re reestablished and re recognized. It's unbelievable. They did one today. The today's show had Josh Woods against Jay Lethal in a in an ROH Pure Rules match, uh, and then Brody King and Shane Taylor was your TV main event. Man, they 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 give you the Josh Woods thing that you get his background. Why why he is like a pure why he fits in the ROH pure title tournament, why he fits in the picture. Uh, he's an amateur wrestler, this, that, and the other. Like, boom, you're invested in him. Jay Lethal comes out. He said, LSG lost the last match because he didn't do it like a professional wrestler. He didn't wrestle like a pro wrestler. That's why I beat him. Like, fucking awesome stuff. Awesome stuff. And fucking Josh Woods beat Jay Lethal. In like 13 minutes and change, he fucking rolled him up. It was an excellent match and an excellent story. Um, the foundation is Jonathan Gresham, Jay Lethal, Hot Sauce Tracy Williams, and Rhett Titus. But Rhett Titus has the octopus mask on, and they want him to take it off. And Hot Sauce says, don't take it off because they don't respect you. Uh, so leave the mask on. Like, just fucking fantastic stuff. Jay Briscoe is going after EC3. Mark wants a tag title shot. They have that in their back pocket. If Jay is going to be focused on EC3, then Mark's going to find himself a partner. So there's that. Brody King and 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 Shane Taylor was fucking awesome. Awesome. Brody King with a huge win. Uh, it looks like we're going to get Brody King and Rush, hopefully, at final battle. Roosh. 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 Uh, I fucking loved it. I love it. Next week, uh, there was a segment with Taven and Bennett. Uh, next week, Michael Bennett returns to in-ring action. He takes on Vincent. Fucking ROH is fucking crushing it, man. Michael Bennett coming back is huge for Ring of Honor. Uh, they're just doing great stuff, man. I'm super excited about it. I'm really enjoying the product. Not to mention that Mike Bennett is also uh, one of the finalists for the uh, UWN World Championship. So might might still have a little crossover going on there, too. And who knows? Maybe they're still going to have some crossover with the NWA when they fire up. It's you know, crazy, like I know, bro. I know Marty Scroll's not there anymore, but you never know. You know, maybe Nick Aldis shows up again to fuck with somebody else this time. So many different opportunities and so many different ways they can do things. Lots of spoons in that porridge. Hey, uh, I don't want to put the cart before the horse, but you think we should take a break for a few minutes? Are you in the mood to take a break or you want to keep yeah, rolling? No, no, I got to get another drink. Kevin's dealing with whatever he's dealing with over there. So we'll take a quick break and then when we come back. We'll talk some AEW. Um... I know AAA finally announced uh, their big card coming up um, in December, and that has some interesting matches on it. And then we have games. Yes, we have games, so we could play. But as we always say, Matt, back after this. We here at The Shining Wizards know that you love to do online shopping, and most of you do it through Amazon. But don't go to Amazon.com. Go to Amazon.ShiningWizards.com. And when you shop, any money that you spend goes a little bit to support the show. It's not a whole lot, but every little bit helps. The more you buy, the more we get supported, and the more everybody can be happy. And we can continue to bring you the best professional wrestling podcast. In a world where Hollywood tries to tell you how to live while doing the exact opposite. Where fresh ideas are tossed away for a cash grab reboot. 
where the media has become nothing but propaganda and freedom is traded for what they tell you is security and safety, there is inconclusive breakdown. Your weekly look at current events and entertainment with no political correct BS. Just news and uncensored opinions, everywhere you get podcasts. A proud member of the Shining Wizards Network. Your recognized symbol of excellence in sports entertainment broadcasting from the current to the way back. Join the impact play of Phil Rea and the Portuguese Man of War Choppy for the Turnbuckle Throwbacks Wrestling Podcast. Live every week on RantEMRadio.com. Get all our episodes over at iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, Audio Boom, Google Play, ShiningWizardsNetwork.com, and TurnbuckleThrowbacks.com. Horns up. This is Rock from Radioactive Metal. Join Snowy, Kareem, Aaron, and myself right here on the Shining Wizards Network every Friday for your weekly metal fix. We talk to all your favorite artists, cover all the latest metal news, cover all the latest releases, and feature brand new unsigned bands. So sit back, grab a beer, download the latest episode, and always remember, it's not metal unless it's radioactive metal. Hey, this is Mike from the Midnight Jury. When you are done with this show, join my co-host Cal and I every week as we travel back to the last old school generation of the 80s and 90s to review the best and worst in pop culture, horror, and music on WLWstudios.com or the Midnight Jury feeds on iTunes, TuneIn Radio, or Player FM. Go back in time when it was all about VHS, arcades, and hanging out at the mall. And remember that every second Saturday of the month, we go live at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on RantEMRadio.com, which includes taking your calls. Once again, that's the Midnight Jury, where the 80s and 90s return from the dead on iTunes, TuneIn Radio, Player FM, and our home, WLWstudios.com. We'll see you there. We're going to take this time to thank those that support right. the Shining Wizards Wrestling Podcast over on our it's Patreon. Patreon.com forward slash Wizards Podcast. For as little as $1 a month, you can support the Shining Wizards Wrestling Podcast. We're going to start with the queen of the Shining Wizards, Miss Kathy Hummer. The king of the Shining Wizards, Mr. Manny Carrazzo. Uh, Danny and Anthony Rusinello, the AOP of the SWP. Uh, Ryan Arthur over at elementarybrewery.com. Excuse me, elementary.com. The brewery over here in Hackensack where we did our eight-year anniversary show. Check them out. They do brews to go if you're in the northeastern part of New Jersey. Uh, go to elementary.com. Sean Toe and Sean Calejo. Brett Simonello. What do you hear? What do you say? Uh, Kate the Great Hensler over at ondeckic.com. If you have a jingle you need, if you need your product promoted properly, go over to ondeckic.com. Hit up Kate. Kate is so good, she can get Orange Cassidy over. So give her your business, people. Uh, if you tell Kate that Old Man Tony sent you, she will not take your business because she hates Old Man Tony. Um, 
Matt Garifo, no relationship to the KJG. Uh, Matt Mellinger. Christine Friesendorf. Uh, Mr. Mark Parloni. Uh, happy birthday, Mark. Always a good time. Uh, it's funny. Mark has a birthday every week. Uh, Kenny Hawsey, Mr. Scotch Drinks More. Uh, we, uh, me and Tony may do a watch long to a Choco Pro show. Uh, so Choco Pro now! Make sure you stay tuned for that because uh, we can talk about that after I do this. Uh, Jay Cop, the big cop of pump over at the Turnbuckle Throwbacks uh, every Friday night here on the Rant, RantEMRadio.com. And, of course, the Shining Wizards Network. Check them out. They do a really good show. As much as I like to bust their balls or Phil's balls, uh, Choppy, no one cares about him. And he might not have any balls, so Jay's the only one worth a shit. Uh, Thomas Cops, the Mott Spock. Uh, he won the weekly Twitter giveaway. How fucking crazy is that? Anybody can win at any time, people. It's serious. It's so easy. You just retweet our pinned tweet, and then we do a giveaway every week. And this week, he won uh, an elite, stunning Steve Austin figure, plus all sorts of other goodies. That's the one with the TV belt? Yes, and the clipper. The Yeah, right? I should win that shit. Uh, Michael Hammond. Mr. David Henry Bauer III, his pal Antonio Hosserman makes experimental music at harvestmanrecords.bandcamp.com. And I don't want to speak out of turn, but uh, props to David Henry Bauer. I think he got a new job. Uh, he talks about it in the Discord, so uh, props to you, brother. Catch up on the podcast, my man. I think he's a couple episodes behind because he hasn't been working, but now he's going to be back on the road, so... Oh, wait until you hear the ninth anniversary show, my man. Yeah, listen to it from the website, because uh, Spotify is shit. No, the, the feed's all good, though. The, not on Spotify. Oh, well, anything, anything that you can catch on the feed, like iTunes and Stitcher and all that, should be fine. Uh, Matthew Birch, TJ Vegas, and last but certainly not least, Mr. William Mercier Jr. Lives are going to be. William Mercier's hands. Nah, fuck that. Kevin's not here. You know what I mean? It's his gimmick. Let him fucking do it. Yeah, but Kevin isn't here. Kevin isn't here. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, we lost Kevin because he's f- flooding. He's doing his Michael Phelps imitations. Backstroke, backstroke. Ooh, swimming through West Orange. Woo. I hope not. He better make sure that some pump is working. Some pump? Some pump. Some pump. Pump. Pump and dump. Pump and dump. Yes. Yikes. That's what they use. That's what they call penny stocks. Uh, well, if he's not here, are we going to pick this NXT War Games thing? I was looking at it. I don't know the stories too well. I mean, I could make picks. I mean, I could tell you the stories. Me. Yeah, but I don't like when you tell me the stories because then you like you make me fuck up my picks. That's so. Do you need to do See, fucking research? Listen, you are. You know New Japan pro wrestling backwards and forwards. But whenever I start listening to you tell stories, I fuck everything up. So I kind of I kind of want to do it on my own. Like if we're making picks tonight, I will happily make picks and I don't I won't be like protest or duress or anything like that, but I mean, I got feelings. You know what else I got feelings about, Matt? What's that, T-Donk? My hairless balls. You know why I feel good about them? Why is that, buddy? Because I've been using my lawnmower 3.0. By the way, you know what came this week? What's that? My fucking nose hair trimmer, buddy. Ah, the weed whacker. Yes. 
And not only does the weed whacker do a great job trimming the nose hairs, you stick that some bitch in your ear and it carves out all the old man, all the old man hairs growing in your ears. Now, look, you guys are both young fellas. You don't have this problem yet. Me? I, I'm looking like the fucking Indian guy at Carvel when I was 12 years old. Shit's getting thick coming out of my fucking ears. Get that fucking weed whacker in there. Yo, it sounds like the landscaper's going to town. It's like... Cleans that shit up nice and even. I don't have to worry about cutting out my cutting up the inside of my ear or anything. Fantastic. Body wash. We got the fucking body wash in the mail, too. Me and the kid. Shampooing with that shit. Washing down with that. Not at the same time, dude. Relax. I can see the look on your face. Like, I take my own shower, and he takes his own shower. Thank you very much. I know you were worried about that. But, dude, 9,000 RPMs on this weed whacker. You got 7,000 RPMs on the lawnmower. How could you fucking not get into manscaping? How could you not go over to manscaped.com and save 20% and get free shipping? Promo code wizards. How could you not, dude? I don't know. It's a, it's a no-brainer. It's the holiday season. Jingle balls to the walls, fellas. Listen up. Untrimmed pubes are a thing of the past. That's why the revolutionary company Manscaped has redesigned the electric trimmer. Their lawnmower 3.0 has property advanced skin safe technology. So this trimmer cuts on your nuts. It doesn't cut your nuts. It cuts on your nuts. And it's waterproof. So if you like living that like uh, extreme lifestyle and you want to take a shower in the dark, it's got uh, a flashlight on it where you can shave your balls in the dark in the wet shower. Wasn't that an Aussie song, Shower in the Dark? Shot in the Dark. Close enough. Uh, and guess what? It got, you got a crop preserver. You got the crop reviver. You got the Manscaped boxers. You got the foot duster, which is fantastic. And with Christmas just around the corner, this is the perfect perfect gift to give the man in your life your father your brother your husband my brother's got a ton of shit around his sink in the bathroom i just want to go in take it all fucking right in the garbage and just give him the lawnmower 3.0 perfect package he gets it all right there it smells great your balls look good the ladies and the men in your life will thank you right because you're hanging out with your boys you get together when this pandemic's over you take your shoes off What's that smell? It smells delicious. Yeah. It's my feet, bro. I got the duster. And you, as you, instead of when you normally take your shoes off and the fucking oxygen mask come out the top oh, of the air. Oh, God. I feel when I would go to your house after work to record a show. Oh, do, I know. Uh, it made me so uncomfortable. I didn't want to take my fucking shoes off. But now I got right. the foot duster. So as Tony said, go to manscaped.com. Load up that cart. Then at the checkout in the coupon, little, little, little box, just type in wizards. And you get 20% off and free shipping. And here at the Shining Wizard Wrestling Podcast, deck the balls, baby. This is what we're doing. It's very, very simple. We have a couple lawnmower 3.0 perfect packages to give away. That gives you the trimmer. It gives you the replacement blades. It gives you the carrier. It gives you the newspaper to throw down on your bathroom floor so your ball hairs aren't all over the place. The ball reviver. The ball deodorant. It's all there. The package has a value over $100. We're giving it away for you for free. All you got to do, holiday song parody. About a minute long. Pick whatever holiday song you want. Deck the halls, jingle bells, fucking. Do the dreidel song. Do a yeah. fucking song, a Christmas song for or any any holiday you choose. 
for the holiday season. Dude, fucking Christmas shoes. I don't give a shit. All right? Just make sure you mention balls, the Shining Wizards, and Manscaped. You have till December 20th to get your entries in. We're going to play them on the show. We're going to pick a winner, and we're going to send you a free, perfect package compliments of the Shining Wizards and Manscaped.com. Just make, get creative. All right? Have some yeah. fun with it. You just got to mention balls, Shining Wizards, and Manscaped. Oh, it's so easy. Yeah, try to keep if it goes a little over a minute, we'll understand, but try to keep it to that minute range. Cause once it starts getting past that, it's like, ugh. uh, wizards podcast at gmail.com. Send all your entries there. You've got three weeks. Well, yeah. Three weeks from today. You got plenty of time and get creative. Can you get an instrumental in the background? Go for it. You got, you got, you got bells that you can jingle while you're singing or anything like that. Go for it. Fuck. Send us a video of you singing. You want to put together a video of it. Fucking do it. More entertainment for us. And the better your chances of winning. That's one less Christmas gift you need to worry about. You treat Fuck yourself. Yeah. yeah, treat yourself. Fuck it. Fuck everybody. And again, life. look, maybe you're not comfortable buying your dad uh, some ball wipes. Get him the fucking body wash. Get him the cologne. Dude, the body wash is fantastic. It doesn't Fan- know. It, look, Manscaped is all about the balls. We know that. But you don't have to go. You don't have to be ball centric. Okay. You can get. The weed whacker for the nose and the hairs coming out of your ears, okay? You can get the foot duster. You can get the body wash, the cologne. The wipes. The wipes. You feel so fresh, you're good to go. Perfect stocking stuffers, 20% off. Use the code wizards. Yeah, cologne too, dude. Cologne. Little. Yo, bitches, be, you be beating them off with a stick. You be beating them bitches off with a stick. I think we lost Kevin, Tony. Yeah, Kevin's Kevin's gone, folks. Uh uh, well, let's say a little prayer for Kevin. Let's uh, let's give Kevin a little purification. <laughs> Hopefully, that purifies Kevin's basement, and he no longer has a problem, and he can join God, back. You've really like. We do a great job at getting guests on the show, but sometimes just a guest comes along that I can't fucking stand. So Francis Wright is on the list, and the icon, who is atrocious. Uh, I don't even know if the dude wrestles, because I couldn't find his clips anywhere. So. How dare you? I found plenty of stuff on the icon. You oh, what was it on 4chan? Uh, X-Hamster. X-ham- what's the X-Hamster? I don't even you know what. <laughs> I don't even want to know. I don't even want to know about no X-Hamster. Xhamster.com, folks. They're not a plug. They're not a sponsor of the show, but uh, oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's it. But uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I'm I'm catching up on the Facebook. We got a our crowd is kind of getting sleepy now. That's okay. We move along. What else we want to talk about? What else we got to talk about? What else is in the hopper? What Win- is winter the- is coming, Tony. We're talking about balls again? No, we're talking about arguably the biggest show in AEW uh, Dynamite history this Wednesday. We got a stacked, stacked show. Okay. We got our Diamond Dynamite Battle Royal. Okay. All right, we got... The winner gets the diamond? What? Does the winner get the diamond, or is it down to the final two, then have a match? I believe the winner gets the diamond ring. Okay. So now does... does MJF have to give his back or he keeps that and then No, I think he keeps it. It's like a battle bowl ring. You always have it. So you, so there's going to be two diamond dozen rings or whatever you want to call them. 
Uh, Diamond Dynamite. Yes, I believe so. There you go. Is DDP going to present it to the winner? It does not say. Ooh. Uh, MJF is in the Battle Royal, though, as is Wardlow, Hangman Page, Sammy Guevara, John Silver, Alec Reynolds, Private Party, Matt Seidel, Scorpio Sky, Sean Spears, Orange Cassidy, Miro, and Kip Sabian. So who you got? Uh, I think it comes down to Sammy and MJF, and I think MJF uh, gets tossed on his rear, and Sammy wins to further build the tension in the inner circle, which eventually leads to a Sammy face turn. Sounds like a good call to me. Uh, You also have your TNT champion, Darby Allin, teaming with Cody Rhodes to take on Ricky Starks and Powerhouse Hobbs. I got a problem with Powerhouse Hobbs. What's your problem with Powerhouse Hobbs? Powerhouse Hobbs, great name. I like that he's with Team Taz. It's going to be awesome for him, like put him and Cage together. You know what I'm saying? Two, Two big slabs of beef. However, why have you been hyping him up? In such a babyface role, only to have him go with Taz after only having what one match, it kind of doesn't make sense. I mean, the whole backstory is like, you know, him and his brother wanted to be wrestlers, and his brother was shot and killed, and he does this for his brother because you know it's all about his family, and he wants to, you know, do right and honor his memory and whatnot. And then he fucking becomes a heel already. It's like, I don't know, man. You pissed away all this goodwill that you're bringing up with Willie Hobbs. Don't get me wrong. Powerhouse Hobbs, it's going to be a great gimmick. The fucking start to it, though, it's just like I'm scratching my head. Like, why would you go into all this backstory hyping him up as a good guy already? You know what I'm saying? Well, I think I think the reaction that he got when he debuted on Dark and he was throwing spine busters like Arn Anderson, uh, I don't know if they had this in mind for him. And then don't forget, there was that big feud they were going to do with, uh, with, with uh, him teaming up with Darby and Moxley against Archer... Uh, and Team Taz, but then Archer got COVID. So that kind of changed things around. Um, and then at the end of the day, Tony, why does anyone ever do it? For the money, brother. Exactly. That's why Tatanka turned his back on Lex Luger. Tatanka, what a dick. Right. And then he went on the fucking job squad, the, the million dollar corporation. So, uh, no, I see your point. I get it. But, you know, why not make another uh, bad guy for the. The good guys to slay. I don't mind it. I, I'm not against it. I think uh, I think him being in Team Taz is going to cause a riff, uh, and then that's going to fracture that group as well. So, get, continuing with the heel face, I don't know what they're thinking. So the young bucks are faces again now. Is that what happened? Like, are they are they lovable guys now? They're sticking up for top top flight and all this and that. I think that young bucks were always lovable guys. Um, no, nah, they were dicks, dude. Why were they super kicking fucking Alex Marvez and Tony Schiavone and all these other fucking jackaloons? Because I think they needed to. F- the story they were trying to tell was that they need to go to this more serious place for that tag match with FTR. So they super kicked Tony Schiavone. You know, you gotta get fo- you gotta get focused. I don't agree with it. Yeah, well, I don't know. I don't. I don't know if I dig that so much. I, I don't understand it. Like, it's it's the look, problem I is. Get- I get it. Spoons in the porridge make things a little different, you know, like they can go in all these different directions and everything's tied together. We got to focus at least a few things, don't we? You know what I'm saying? And where's Brody Lee? Where is Brody Lee? Where has he been? Is he out hurt? Is he sick? Like, is he quarantined? Like, what's going on with him? I think he did have a knee injury. Okay, so like, 
I don't know. It's just weird that the, uh, it's weird trying to focus like without him, the dark order seems to be getting more and more out of control. Don't you think? Maybe that's the point. Oh, so he's going to come back and just start dropping F bombs again. Isn't he on uh, being the elite? Probably. Oh, like hundreds of them. Oh, have you listened to this show? No, I get it. I and, and look, I'm all for the fucks and shits and farts and turds and all that other stuff, but it just seemed like every other dude, Sue was there and he's dropping F bombs in front of Sue. It's like, come on, dude. You think Sue's a fucking saint? No, I'm not saying she is, but it's somebody's mother and she's there. You know what I'm saying? It's like weird. It's weird. So you think do you think uh Hangman's gonna wind up in the dark order? I don't they played know, it man. up again on being the elite this week. I know they did. I know they did. You want to do the one chip challenge? I'll down. I'm down. I'll All do right. that. I'm down. I I'm not doing burner bliss again. Fuck that nonsense. Although I did hear. I want to say it was uh, the voice of reason. Yes. Said he he's down to do anything. So. Yes. He he also suggested we do the hot chip on the Wednesday night show, but uh, a couple people are not interested in that. So maybe we can get the doctor over here because we know Kevin's not doing no hot chip. He doesn't do anything. You know what really pisses me off about the fucking Burner Bliss? You and Burke were here that night. You had one. Burke had two. And neither one of you fucking popped a hot one. That's the luck of the draw, bro. I know, but there's it's still in the fridge. They're probably no good by now. Don't forget, too, I've also been on the burn part, okay? I know. I was there with you. All right, and I've been on the bean boozle end several times. I still have some. You know, my kid actually gets sick from the bean boozled. Like he gets fucking nauseous eating. Well, some food. of those do. Some of those, some of those are fucking gross. Yeah, they're pretty bad. If they're they're hysterical. I'll do them every time. Yeah, me too. One hundred percent. But there, some of them are fucking gross. Did did we did we get together when I had the hot beef jerky? I don't Didn't know. We hot beef jerky together on the show. Maybe. It was pretty bad too. That shit was fucking. I think rare. we did, and I don't think it was that bad. No, it wasn't that. It wasn't as bad compared to Burner Bliss, but it was one of those things where it's like I don't even want to eat the bag anymore. It's like uh, you know, yeah, uh, yeah. Doctor Doctor Vor wants to do a hot chip challenge, and maybe, and because I uh, don't know how to set up the video feed for uh, Wednesday night, maybe a Monday night show would be more feasible. Or if you could type out like a child how to set up the feed, a video feed, then maybe I'd figure it out. But I would do the one chip challenge. Being the elite was hysterical. Yeah, and it was a very short episode this week, dude. I like I get the BET championship. I understand the mustard thing. I fucking sat there. It was like what five minutes of the episode. It's like I couldn't imagine being there live, sitting through this nonsense. It's it like did, it did go up for a little bit. It really fucking did. It did it really. Did. There wasn't much else to take out of BTE though. No. Uh. Wardrobe change. Um, and location change. Yeah. Kev, we doing all right, brother? <laughs> Guess not. All righty. All righty, then. Uh, yeah. Uh, I like the stuff with Anna Jay and John Silver. The Kazarian stuff makes me laugh all day. Uh, and the Matt Hardy stuff is redi- so fucking ridiculous. What, who, came up, who came up to Kazarian? Uh, Marco Stunt. And what did he say back to Marco Stunt? 
He was like, uh, oh, God, I tweeted it today, too. He was like, have you gone and fucked yourself today or that something like it. that? Yeah, because he goes, he goes, have you gone? Have you gone to your rehab or whatever? No, have you gone to anger management yet? <laughs> have you gone and fucked yourself today? Good stuff with the fucking girls <laughs> picking up the panda. Hysterical. Funny stuff. Funny stuff indeed. But Dynamite's going to be a fucking banger this week, bro. Kenny and and uh, and Moxley for that world title. Oh, and Britt Baker and Layla Hirsch, which I'm really I'm excited. I like Layla Hirsch, bro. And Abaddon, Abaddon and Sheeta. Abaddon's sexy. It? What? Abaddon is sexy. How, have you seen Abaddon without the makeup on? Okay. Yes. The person playing Abaddon, quite. Abaddon. Teach, hey, hey, don't judge. All right. I, I will judge. I That's what I do. Bro, that's you think fucking. Do. Hold on. Don't judge me because my girl's got like a zombie face and you're over here falling in love with Cyclops Dixie Chuck Carter. Listen, sweet Dixie. Yeah, sweet Dixie oh, with her fucking one eye. She's a Southern Belle. She's got Shawn Michaels disease. So what can I do? I don't know. Pick a girl who doesn't have Shawn Michaels disease. They're hard to come by, especially one. No, she- they're not. It's not hard to find a girl whose eyes aren't fucking trying to turn into one. <laughs> to become one. Yeah, it's not, every fucking girl does. Her face doesn't have. Her eyes don't have to be a Spice Girl song, okay? But Abaddon's got two different color eyes, dude. Come on, it's okay. She spent all night fucking poking herself in one eye and like cutting the other one up with a blade. Like I don't, I don't know, know what she does in her spare. I barely know the girl. I, I got to get to know her. You all fucking drooling all over. Her. Jeez, Louise. nobody's drooling all over. Any- Will you really? Yeah, really. I don't like your attitude. Uh, and Jericho and Kazarian Wednesday night, which is going to be a banger. Sure. Uh, here's my only, my only AEW complaint. Okay, here we go. Just in time. AEW Dark last week was almost three hours long. This yeah, what week, the fuck, dude? Dude, this week, 17 matches. Why? Why? I haven't the slightest idea. Can I? I is Janela on that show? Yes. Okay. Is Sonny Kiss on the show? Yes. They're a tag right. team. No, I get it. But at least they're kind of keeping these people on doing something. But still, dude, 17 fucking matches. It's a lot. It's a lot. That's more than a lot. That's a fucking, that's like a, an old WWF taping at the fucking, at, at Hershey, in Hershey, Pennsylvania, or up in Glens Falls, New York at the Civic Center. You know what I'm saying? I do. I mean, a lot, look, a lot of these, get, they got to work. But, uh, it's insane. It's, it, but here's the thing, too. It's also a YouTube show. So it's not like, you necessarily have to watch it all in one sitting. You could stop and start it. Yeah, but we got a lot of friends on this show. Kyle the Beast is taking on Sean Spears. Sean Donovan and VSK are wrestling the shitty gun club. Bro, Billy Gunn's great. Austin, eh. Colton sucks. Yeah, well they I didn't know I didn't even know there were three of them. Yeah, see? That's how good they are, Kevin. Colton. I thought it was just him and one kid. Like No, he's got both. Colton. Colton? Colton? Only one has been on TV regularly. No, Colton has been on Dark a couple times now. Not right. getting any better, huh? Colton? Yeah. Uh, Bobby Wayward is teaming with George South Jr. against the Acclaimed. Oh, Jesus Christ. Which, of course, is Anthony Bowens and Max Caster. Yeah. Yeah. Brian Pillman Jr. and Griff Garrison, they have a tag match. 
Danny Limelight taking on Brandon Cutler? Come on. You guys are no. fucking jumping out of your chairs over there. I know. It's, it's dark. Fine, it's a lot. Dude, it's 17 a lot. of them. Come on, man. I know. It's a lot. A lot. But uh, if you want to check it out, so it's your there. Show, so your show on fucking Wednesday is going to be four hours long this week. No, we don't go deep in the dark. There's only a couple bits and pieces you take away from AEW Dark. The Brandon Cutler's on a winning streak. Peter Avalon finally got a win. Uh, they furthered the Lance Archer thing where he comes out and just beats the shit out of people. Um, the Acclaimed gets another win, so they're building wins for these these lesser tag teams. Uh, Griff Garrison and Brian Pillman Jr. look like they're going to get uh, a win, so that'll be they'll establish themselves as a tag team. So there's a lot of lot of moving parts on on uh, uh, AEW Dark. Kevin, welcome hey. back, bud. You doing okay over there? Yeah, we're surviving. All right. Sometimes you just got to let the water run its course. Yeah, buddy. Yeah. Do you want to do uh, Kevin? Do you want to do... Yes, I want to do Kevin. Kevin, take your draw. Get in line. First, Kevin, you missed uh, some conversations about uh, AEW. Anything you'd like to chime in on? I left all my notes in the other in the other room. All good. So. No worries. No. Do we want to pick NXT War Games? Do we want to do top five list? Do we want to do games? I'd like to do top five list and games, but st- again, top five is in the other room, which I can go grab, no problem. Um, but do we know who a fourth team member is yet? Yes, uh, TBD. No, it's going to be fucking Io Shirai. All right. That's what I'm guessing. I'm guessing it's going to be Io Shirai. I mean, you guys can do picks. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna simmer on them. Unless you guys really want to do picks. I'm, I'm either way. I can jump into games. I got games ready. We can definitely do top five though. I'll go. Go get your top five. We'll do picks off the air as we approach uh, Sunday. How's that sound? He's already gone. He's getting up. He's going to get his top five list. Um, I've been very behind on New Japan, so I'm not even going to act like I know what's going on. I have a lot to catch up on, the best of the Super Juniors and the World Tag League, so I don't have any news there. That's um, a lot of shit going on at once, though. Yeah, but I like that, man. I like that. In- English commentary, outside of the first night where they did all the matches, I think they're just doing them now separate. One night's best of the Super Junior, one night's World Tag League. Um, so I got to find time to catch up and... Uh, I'll find time this week for sure. They got me down at a, a different location for work where it hasn't been as busy. Uh, Friday night I was there for five hours, and I almost finished the Hornswoggle book. So, Wow, really? Yeah. I would make another short joke, but it wouldn't be A lot be of time. Crazy. A lot of time. So that's that. Yeah. Are you ready for the holidays, T-Donk? Sort of. You know what I did? I ordered... I ordered some goodies from Lancaster County, Pennsylvania. I ordered myself a shoe fly pie, and I ordered myself some whoopie pies, and they're coming Friday. That's some good shit. You ever have a shoe fly pie? No. It's it's kind of like made out of like brown sugar and molasses, and you think like brown sugar and molasses. Yo, I don't know what else they put in that shit, but it's tasty. We had it for the first time two years ago when we were out in Lancaster. And nobody around here makes it. It's like 
even like all the pie places like in New York City, you figure, ah, somebody's going to make a shoe fly pie. Nope. Even the Amish people like outside the area don't even make a shoe fly pie around here. You got to go out to Pennsylvania to get it. So Gold Belly's had a 20% off deal for anything and everything. So I jumped on that shit. So I got a lot of that shit coming. I might even pull the trigger on some more of that Chicago deep dish pizza that you made fun of me for. Because that was some good stuff. And I could see that you're completely disinterested in what I have to say. Uh, shoe fly pie, you lost me there. I don't know if Kevin just came back with a bunch of toilet paper or his notes. It's his garbage. garbage Going out to the curb, guys. I'll be right back. All right, Kevin's got a top five. I'm going to have to pull up some top five music then. He's got to put his ears in. He's doing a lot over there. That's all right. Spoons in the porridge, baby. Spoons in the porridge. Uh, what, which one are we doing first? Is this, uh, is this this top five music? Bro. Yeah. Top five music? All right. Now, I'm 99.9% sure I've never done this list before. A one war games. The one percent is probably true that I did. All right, I put together the top five. Uh, I'll say greatest war games teams. Um, oh god, I, fuck. of all time, and just pay per view. So if you go to Wikipedia, you're gonna see a bunch that were on house shows, and this and that. It's literally just WCW. WWE pay-per-views. Those are the those those are it. And you know what? I'm gonna go ahead and switch it from the greatest to my favorites. No, no, greatest, 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 greatest. Trust me, Matt. They're they're good teams. They're all good teams. Trust me. I don't doubt that. I just don't know. Is there a big no. difference between the greatest and your favorite? No. Uh, well, let us, I'll tell you what's not on there, right? Like Dungeon and Doom would be my favorite, would be one of my favorite. They're not on there. So these are all legit, solid teams. Like you would guess them. All right. Top five War Games teams. Uh, can I get a Stings Squadron? Give me the names of the team and the members. Oh God! Do you do, do you not know who's in Sting Squadron? I do not know. I I just the way I looked it up, it just had the names of each person in the on the team. Uh, it's Sting, Nikita Koloff, Dustin Rhodes, Ricky Steamboat, and Barry Windham. Run that by me. No, they're not on the list. Okay, these are all four. You, that, that was five people, right? Yes. Yes. These are, these are four man. These are all four man war game teams. You didn't oh, say that. Oh. So no dangerous. No, I did not say that. Dangerous Alliance is not on there. Well, because they had five people on right. there. Okay, so we're essentially going everything from 93 on. Uh, unless I did this wrong. I'm pretty sure there's one before 93 on there. Yeah, there is. Um, well, the Four Horsemen, Flair, Wyndham, Sid, and Zabisco. See, I didn't like Zabisco in there. So I didn't put I didn't put them in. All right, fair enough. Uh Hogan, Scott Hall, Kevin Nash, and NWO Sting. Thought about it. 
But I, I couldn't, I could, as much as I love NWO Sting, I couldn't get on board with that being a great war game team. Sting. Uh, the Hulkamaniacs, Hulk Hogan, Randy Savage, Lex Luger, and Sting. That's a good one. That is a good one, Matt. It's so good. That's number one. Of course wow. it is. I mean, what, what? Tell me that's not, you got four surefire main eventers. It would have been number one if Vader was in there too, instead of Luger. That's number one. You're not, WCW, those are your four biggest stars besides Ric Flair, even though they hated Ric Flair. Did you say NXT counts as well or just WCW? I mean, it's war games except for MLW. (laughs) So that's a yes to NXT. Sure, I guess. Um... Can I get the Can I get the four horsemen of Benoit, Steve McMichael, Ric Flair, and Kurt Henning? You can't. Damn it! But you're close. You You kind of have the right idea, but not really, because there is. I'll tell you this: there is not an NWO team on here. There's not. Lex Luger, did you say Lex Luger, Ric Flair, Arn Anderson, and Sting? I did not, but Tony. Even though Sting didn't have that great of impact, I mean, he had a great impact on the match, but he wasn't involved in the match till the end. That's good enough for number four. Ooh, Fall like- Brawl, 1996. So there you go. Hogan, Luger, Sting, and Savage at one, and four, Sting, Flair, Arn, Luger. Did you say uh, Sting, Davy Boy, Dustin, and the Shockmaster? I thought about it. But then oh. I got the shock. Then, it, then I got the shock master. And let me just let me just tell you, I thought about a lot of teams, but then it just comes down to like the fourth person. Did you take uh, Dusty, Dustin, and the Nasty Boys? I certainly did not. Oh. <laughs> that was the, that's the weirdest war, war games to me ever. Uh, did you take uh, Tomasa Ciampa, Keith Lee, Dominic Dijakovic, and Kevin Owens? Thought about it. But no, dominant team. Not then. It would be now. But Kevin Owens, his insertion there—it was a great storyline. But no, not good enough to make it. Tony. DDP. Oh no, wait, that's only a three-man team. What is it with this fucking? Oh, these are all four-man teams. Yeah, we said. Yeah, I think we mentioned that. No three-man teams, huh? Yeah, no three-man teams. That kind of shit. That well, one. there was only was really only one that was three-man, right? Yeah, but those are no, some fucking cool. legendary teams, buddy. Hogan, Brett, and Stevie Ray, baby. Wow, that's nothing. No, but but NXT Takeover had one with threes. That's true. That's true. Can we get an undisputed era? You can get an undisputed era, Matt. There you go. Where'd that's you number put? two. Adam Cole, Bobby Fish, Kyle O'Reilly, and Roderick Strong. Even though they're zero and two in war games. As a foursome. No love for the Dangerous Alliance? No. I just think they're a great team. All right. And that was five, too, Tony. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, the Shock. No, it's not the Shockmaster. Sid, Vader, and Harlem Heat. There you go. Number five. So I guess that's kind of is where my favorite does come into play here. Uh, so we're missing one? So, yeah, you are missing one. Yeah, you're missing one. Number three. Unless you, I don't think you said it, but you kind of hinted at it, I think. Uh, Sting, Pillman, and the Steiner brothers? So close. So close. But no. 
I mean, you're not close in terms of who was in the, the thing, but I really wanted to put them on there. Oh. Because I can't believe you guys haven't gotten this yet, so let me just double check to make sure I got it right. Oh, boy. Kevin's second guess. Shut, shut off. <laughs> horrible, horrible day. And you didn't, you said no NWO teams, right? Correct. We got the Undisputed Era, we got Team Ciampa, we got Sid, Vader, Harlem Heat, we got the Hulkamaniacs. Team Ripley, Rhea Ripley, Candice LeRae, Tegan Knox, and Dakota Kai. Wait, is Tegan Knox the mystery person? Oh, that was, no, that happened last year. Yes. Um, Where Dakota Kai turned on Tegan Knox and Rhea Ripley and Candice LeRae won four, right. four against two? Yes. All right, so I screwed up. This is a five-man team. Oh, Jesus. It's all right. You guys still, you guys still can still guess it. Uh, five-man team. And it's not Sting Squadron or the Dangerous Alliance. Correct. Is it the Four Horsemen? With J.J. No. Dillon? Yes, that's what I was thinking. Uh, no, it is not. The Road Warriors, Nikita Koloff, Dusty Rhodes, and Paul Ellering. Correct. That go. is on there. That is number Bro, three. Uno. No, Matt already got. Uh, or you already no, that got. was the, that was the first uh, great. That was the first uh, war games. Yeah, the Great American Bash. In Atlanta, Georgia. See, all right. So, see, I know this how they started, but I hated that Paul Ellering was involved. So I think in my mind, I just and I would have put the team of Road Warriors, Ron Garvin, and Dusty Rhodes in there, but that's another five man team. But Ron Garvin, oof. But yeah, so there you yeah. Go. Ron Garvin, oof, a hundred. I never, ever in my wildest dreams understood Ron Garvin. I can't Hands believe he stone, beat, baby. He fucking stone. sucked. I can't believe he beat Ric Flair for the NWA World Heavyweight Championship. You suck too. How do you like that matches? No, he was fucking terrible. I hated the Garvin stomp and the shit he did with Greg Valentine when he came to the WWF. Ugh, that was terrible. But Miss Atlanta Lively, dude, come on. Oh, stop. He sucked. I kind of like Mr. Rugged Ronnie Garvin. Let's see. What is, his, what is Rugged Ron's accolades? Hands are, of stone. Are we, are, we, are we going through the history of Rugged Ronnie Garvin now? He owns a fucking car dealership in Gatson County, North Carolina. They and all own car dealerships. That's what they do. Then he's a pilot. Congratulations. He can fly a plane? Yeah, into a fucking building. Jesus, really? What? Fucking awful. He sucked. Oh, boy. Him and Terry Garvin. All right, so suck. there's Kevin's awful mistake-ridden top five. One! There you go. <laughs> it's, the only, uh, it's all about Kevin. being consistent, bud. Yes, it is. Hey, you know it's being consistent. It's time for this week's Can You Beat That? That's right, everyone. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. Kevin and Matt, they're going to go on to this week. And you know what? We should do something interesting to uh, to decide who gets to go first. Matt, call odds or evens? I would like evens. Okay, hold it. Stay right there. Where am I going to go? This fucking thing, we're going to use it. He made a belt, Kevin, so we're going to use it. This is, this is his words. Oh, cool. I got the fun wheel. I'm going to spin it, and we're going to see what number comes up. If it's an odd, wait, you picked even. If it's even, Matt goes. If it's odd, Kevin goes first. Here's your spin. All right. 
There's not a zero well, on there, is there? I don't think there's that many numbers on there. We got 14. Matt goes first. I that can't even see quick. that. How'd that happen? fucking ikea wheel it's not one of them phony wheels down the shore did you is that rigged like the the spin the wheel make the deal he stopped it with his hand behind the thing no it's not let me see yeah, it still came up even number six yes it is rigged so matt gets to go first all right let me lower this shit time to play some games let me fucking cut that we'll get some good music in the background We'll get spooky music for this one. Actually, we'll save that in case there's a tiebreaker. Let's go with this one. What's that? Matt, your two topics. 2000 WCW or AW Away. Uh, give me AW Away. Matt, on April 18th, 1982, everyone in St. Paul, Minnesota at a live event thought that Hulk Hogan defeated Nick Bockwinkle for the AWA World Championship, only to have said decision overturned a week later and Hogan never winning the championship because the referee said both guys used foreign objects, so it was a double disqualification. We're giving the belt back to Nick Bockwinkle. So my question to you is, from the time Nick Bockwinkle was given the belt back until the AWA closed its doors... Nine different men became AWA World Heavyweight Champion from April 24th, 1982 to the date that the promotion closed, which was January 12th, 1991. Nine different men held the AWA World Heavyweight Championship. Matt, the question to you, how many can you name? Four. Kevin, Matt says he can name four. The question to you, my friend, is can you beat that? I have to retire from this game. Um, See, that's the beauty of the game, though. There's a strategy where, you know, you can try to raise the number. You can let Matt go to yeah, see I mean, if he, he, he winds can, up killing himself. You can probably name four, though. I have three right now on my in my list here. Okay. Um, oh, wait. Hold on. See? The more you think about it, the more they come to you. But this, that, that's a, the, the point of this game is it's not you don't have all day. So you can't sit here and think for, for hours on hours. Well, Matt says he can name four, Kev. What do you think? I'll let him do it. Whoa. Wow. Really? Matt. I mean, I, I'm, I mean we, can't be, we can't be sitting here for two and a half hours while I try to think of. Well, you have another yeah. minute. I mean, it's up to you. But oh, I, I already said it. All right, Matt, nine men from the date of April 24th, 1982 have held the AWA World Heavyweight Championship. Oh, 82. You said you can name four, Matt, whenever you are ready. Uh, Stan Hansen. Stan Hansen is one. Uh, Rick Martell. Rick Martell, that's two. Oh, Kurt, God. Kurt Henning. Kurt Henning is three. Larry Zabisco. Larry Zabisco held it twice. That's four. Matt, you have taken the first point. I have three more on my list, too. Is Jerry, oh. Lawler, is Jerry Lawler on there? Yes, he is. Jerry Lawler is on there. Jumbo Saruta. Jumbo Saruta is, is on there. on there. Who? I, my internet cut. Was the answer to Sergeant? No, Sergeant Slaughter was never AWA champion. Mr. Saito. Mr. Saito, yes. I'm missing one. You're missing two. 
One, two, three, four, five, six. Oh, yeah. One of them's sort of obvious. One of them's really tough. Is one of them Vern? No, Vern did not win the championship after, I think, 81. Is Colonel De Beers on there? Colonel De Beers is not on the list. You're not counting Bachwinkle, are you? Bachwinkle won the title two more times after he was given the title back. So, yes, I am. That's shady. Who's the last? The last one is Otto Wands. He's the guy that he was the first guy to win the title after it was given back to Bachwinkle. And everybody made a big deal out of it. And a lot of people consider that to be the beginning of the downfall of the AWA championship. Uh, uh, Kevin, I'll let you in on a little secret. I literally just finished reading Death of the Territories the other day, and they um, talk about a lot of these AWA title changes. That's why I knew a lot of these. Well, Kevin, if it makes you feel any better, we can move on to your question. Your question, the topic is 2000 WCW. Fantastic. Kevin, in the year 2000 in WCW, 11... Men held the world championship. God, Kevin, of the 11 men who held the championship, how many can you name? Uh, ooh, I should put this over here. There we go. Um, give me a second. Give me a second. Take your time. There's no rush. You're good. Think about that, though. 11 men held the WCW World Championship in one year, in the year 2000. I can name six. Matt, Kevin says he can name six of the 11 gentlemen that won the WCW World Championship in the year 2000. Question to you, my friend, is can you beat that? We're up to six. I can name seven. Kevin, Matt says he can name seven. I can name eight. Matt, Kevin is up the ante and raised it to eight. Fuck, I have eight on my list, too. No. Can you squeeze another one out, Matt? <sighs> oh, my God. I have more. Than, I have more. How many people just say? Eleven. Eleven. <laughs> Kevin's feeling good about this one. I like it. Oh, I have more than enough. So what that means, some of them are going to be wrong. Give me 10. Oh, shit. I'll go. I mean, I got to go all 11. I got to play the odds here. Kevin is going all 11. Kevin, in the year 2000, 11 men won the WCW World Championship. Whenever you are ready, my friend. Shouldn't have showed my hand that I have more than I should. Um, Bret Hart. Bret Hart is correct. That's one. Ric Flair. Ric Flair, yes. That's two. Kevin Nash. 
Kevin Nash, yes, that's three. Is this 99 or was this 2000? All right, so I'll save that one for now. Um, Sting? Kev, I'm sorry. Sting is not on the list. Why did I go with Sting? I don't know. That's a tough one. David Arquette. Oh, God. Um, Sid was on my list. Sid is on the list, yes. Jeff Jarrett's on my list. Jeff Jarrett, yes. Did I say did I say Hogan? You didn't say Hogan, but you would have been wrong. Okay, that's fine. So that's one that I got wrong. Macho Man? Macho Man, not on the list. Oh, so that was 99 too. Vince Russo. Vince Russo, yes. He's on the list. It was David Arquette in 2000. David Arquette, yes, is on the list. How many? How many am I missing? One, two, three. Oh, uh, DDP. DDP is on the list. Was Booker T in two thousand? Booker T was in two thousand. See, I wonder if the guy I took off is on the list. How many am I at right now? Nine. Did I say Jeff Jarrett? Yes, you did. Is Scott Steiner on the list? Scott Steiner is on the list. I took him off. He won his only championship in, on November twenty sixth. Um, did I say Ric Flair? Yes, you did, and you were wrong. That's what got you eliminated. No, Sting was wrong. Oh, Sting was wrong too. Oh no, Ric Flair was right. Sting was wrong. Yes, you're correct. Was, I see. Now here's what threw me off. Goldberg only had one championship. Right. Yes. So, yes. so it wouldn't have been 2000. No. Matt, do you have anything? Benoit. Yep, Benoit was the last one. Ah. Oh! Because oh, he won, right. he, he won after Brett vacated it, right? Yeah. So here, here's the crazy thing, right? The title was worn by eleven different people. It changed hands twenty times and was vacated six times, yeah. all in the year two thousand. Yeah, we've had this conversation like in the early days of the podcast. How many belt switches there were on like Thunder and and Jeff Jarrett won the thing four times. Booker T and Kevin Nash both won it three times. Ric Flair and Sid both won it twice. That's a disgrace. I resigned from this game. Bret Hart was champion going into 2000. I still have the the, the tiebreaker question. I'm going to roll it over for another week because it's a good one. Oh, man. Well, you want to go? You want to? You want me to? You know, I always like playing these goofy games. Yeah, let's do it. All right. We have a little bit of time. So uh, this really hit a downward spiral. Well, let's see if you can redeem yourself with this one. No, I'm talking about the last two months. Kev, since, since, since you went down uh, in two straight on this one, I'm going to let you pick first. Well, I'm going to let you pick first. I'm going to let you go first. This one's called Triple Cell Helnemia. These right. are the wrestlers who have participated, and I say triple, at least three times in the Hell in a Cell match. So there were 12 wrestlers that have appeared in the Hell in a Cell match at least three times. 12 of them. And I shall not give any more clues because I want this to be pretty difficult. See, on the spot thing that ruined that kills me. Uh, 
I'll say one, two, three, four, five. I'll say five. Matt, Kevin says he can name five. I have six written down. Are you going to go with six? I will say six. <clears throat> Kevin, Matt says he's going with six. Kevin, can you beat that? My burps fucking stink, by the way. I'll say seven. Matt, Kevin comes back with seven. I have nine written down. Matt is going with nine, Kevin. Twelve wrestlers have appeared in at least three Hell in a Cell matches. It's that many? Yes. God, I keep forgetting about like the current day blinds me. Um, We're up to nine, Kev. I didn't number these. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. I have 10 written down. So I'll let Matt go with nine. Matt. Oh, so stupid. Idiot. I'm thinking of more. Do you want to give him a chance, Matt? Yeah. No. No, because I'm going to get him wrong. So just go. Oh, it's all right. I mean, you know, look, this, this is all bonus. This doesn't count for anything anyway. So you want to go for 10? You want to go for 11? Or you want to leave it with Matt with nine? Leave it with Matt with nine. Matt, 12 wrestlers have appeared in at least three Hell in a Cell matches. You said you could name nine of them. Whenever you're ready. All right. I'll give you three who were involved in the first. Taker, HBK, and Kane. That's three. Who was HBK's third? Triple H? Did he do two with Taker and one with Triple H? Or did he do one with like Randy Orton or somebody? Did he do a tag match? Why do I feel like it was DX? Oh, he did DX. I was at it. Against uh, Legacy, right? Or something goofy yeah. like that? Yeah. Uh, I was actually, I was at that stupid show. Son of a gun. Uh, trips. You said trips. No, I said oh, Taker, no, HBK, and Kane. Okay. Yeah. All right. So then that's four. Yes. Uh, trips. Uh, Randy Orton. Randy Orton makes five. John Cena. John Cena makes six. Uh, the Punkster. Punk makes seven. Uh, Mick Foley, Mankind, Cactus Jack, whatever the fuck you want to call him. That makes eight. You need one more. Roman Reigns. I fucking nailed it. That's nine right there. There's three yeah. left. Anybody want to take a stab? Brock. Brock is not on the list. Brock only appeared in two. Seth Rollins. He's on my list. Seth Rollins is on the list. He appeared in three. Two left. Did you say Edge? Edge is not on the list. Edge didn't do three? Edge only did one. Uh, Shane McMahon. Shane McMahon is oh, on the list God. with three. And I have one name written down, and I'm not sure because it's kind of outside the box. What do you got? Seamus? Sasha Banks. You fucking nailed it, dude. Uh, yeah, he fucking it. nailed it. He had the whole thing. God damn. Woo. I don't like this. God damn. Done with this game. To no, to no fault of the host or the other contestant. It's just too embarrassing. I can't do it anymore. Uh.
Next week, Matt challenges Kate the Great for the Can You Beat That Championship. Let him do it. Kate, don't Let stand. It. Welcome back, KTJ. Kate, got don't it. stand a chance, bro. We got it. It's going down next week, episode 510. We're playing this one for all the marbles. She don't, she don't, a uh, snowball has a better chance in hell. Yeah, I mean, he's right. I'm gonna no f- offense to Katie, you're great, no, she's clearly no. your competitor. She's gonna get it crushed, okay? Just I'm yeah, gonna- I mean, Matt just rattled off nine people that were in hell, or all twelve. Or he got all twelve, and he knew yeah. Sasha Banks. I thought for sure nobody was gonna get Sasha Banks. God, I don't know what this says about me. I didn't even think about the women's hell in the cells. Uh, I like to read a lot, and I also found a book, uh, a PWI almanac, the other day that I had. <laughs> Kev, in fairness, Sasha Banks has been in all three women's Hell in a Cell matches. So should have known that. Well, I didn't either until I was looking it up. Uh, I can give you records for all these people too. Records. Yes. Um, Undertaker had fourteen appearances. He's eight and six in the cell. Triple H had nine appearances. He's six and three. See, like saying Undertaker was in the match fourteen times boggles my mind. It's crazy. I think the best record right now is Roman Reigns. He's 3-0-1. I don't know how there's like these like ties in the hell in the cell. Oh, that was the worst thing ever. That was like the, the most... Uh, who was that with? Was that with the Fiend? That was there's, the Fiend. Well, there's a bunch of them because Mankind's got a tie. Seth Rollins has a tie. Kane has a tie. Like, I just fucking don't know. It's so weird. But whatever. Shane McMahon's 0-3. Mankind's 0-3-1, so those are bad records. Yeah, Roman Reigns is 3-0-1, so he's got the... Yeah, so there you go. And Randy Orton's 5-3. So, that's that. Terrible. Terrible job by me. Um, I would like to give a shout-out to Cheap. Cheap Shot. Holy shit. What? Cheap Shot Party. Cheap Shop Party. They make awesome beer koozies. I just got an order in today of some pretty sick beer koozies that we'll be giving away in the weekly giveaways uh, on our Twitter machine. So be sure to follow them, and I'll post some pictures later on the old Twitter machine. Love beer koozies. I got yes. a ton of beer koozies, Kevin. I got Owen Hart beer koozies. I got Minoru Suzuki beer koozies. I got Ric Flair beer koozies. Do you I still got- have a Twisted Tea beer koozie? No. Uh no, I don't think so. You threw it out? No, I don't know what it, I probably gave it to somebody. Oh well, fuck them. The giveaways are out of control between cheap shot, cheap shot party, and Jedi Jack Yeti. The stickers, woo! People, come on, you gotta get on this Twitter giveaway. It's hot shit. Yes, hot shit. We got anything else we need to talk about? Or we can start pulling the train into the station. Uh, we got a guest next week. Yes. Uh, Ring of Honor's Sledge. We'll be joining the Shining Wizard Wrestling Podcast, uh, and we'll have uh, a little fun with the sledge, the heavy metal sledge from Ring of Honor, as they march towards final battle, which is happening December 18th, I believe is the date. We have a full weekend of pro wrestling. We got NXT War Games, and we'll pick that uh, as we near closer. The Wednesday Night Dynamite Show will be back. Winter is coming. Oh, yeah. Big show this Wednesday night. Uh, Well... there's a lot going on. New uh, new UWN tomorrow night, Impact tomorrow night, MLW Wednesday, AEW, NXT. NWA. Oh, shit. That's right, NWA. Oh, man. I'm never going to catch up on New Japan. Holy moly guacamoles. And that's not a bad problem to have, my friend. It Lots is when you want to see it. 
Well, fair enough, but there's a lot more out there that's, you know, that is also watchable and enjoyable. So, and look, this doesn't even count the six hours of WWE that happens every week. Right? Right. There you go. That's not a bad problem to have. It's nice to have options. Nice to have lots of options. I agree. And it's nice that we all get a chance. We all get a chance to like watch something different as well. You know, like Kevin will be up on the impact. I'll be up on the MLW or the UWN. You know, Matt brings the Ring of Honor talk. We got we got you covered, folks. That's Season right. 10, off to a rip-roaring start. Next week, we got a championship matchup. Somebody says they're retired, though. I think because she knows. She knows I squish her like grape. Like grape. Rusev Crush. Miro Squish or whatever the fuck. That's what he should do. He should do Miro Squish now. Miro Maybe he should do Mad Libs. Oh, we can do Mad Libs again next week. Please, God, no. Dude, I'm telling you, Facebook loves, they love it. They want it to be a weekly thing. Mad Go back Libs? Yes, they loved it. Maybe we Highlighted can do- the show, they said. Really? <laughs> oh, no, well, they didn't say highlight the show, but they enjoyed it. All right. Are we pulling this train to the station? Let's fucking do this. Yeah, I got stuff to attend to. Yeah, Kevin's got to get some sponges. Sponges? Yeah, sop up the fucking river going through his basement. You got to figure out how to empty the the wet dry vac before I start to get more water in there. All right, we are the Shining Woods Wrestling Podcast. We'll be back next Monday night at about 6.45, 7 o'clock. We got Sledge. Uh, Maybe I'm taking on Kate the Great. Um, And we'll have a ton of wrestling stuff to talk about. Uh, Remember... Follow us on social media at Wizards Podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Uh, Patreon.com forward slash Wizards Podcast. For as little as $1 a month, you can support your favorite Shining Wizards Wrestling Podcast. Uh, and ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash Shining Wizards. Grab a t-shirt before the holidays. Manscaped.com. Use the code Wizards. Save 20% at checkout. Uh, that's all I got for, uh, for me tonight, boys. Peace that's out, all- everybody. Yeah. See you next week. Pound it. Pound it. See you. It's all I got. It's all I'm getting.